0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Crime and Sports early and ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This show, Crime and Sports, is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are proponents of therapy here. Mm -hmm. One of the things is, what would you do if you had more time in the day? Oh, what would you do? What would you do? Let's say a magic magic extra hour of time appears every night. Yeah. Nine o'clock, all of a sudden, it's not nine o'clock anymore. It's magic hour. Well you take a nap, maybe do you do you catch work up out on, on reading, maybe you want to work yeah. out, maybe that makes yeah. you feel good. What would you do with that time? That's mm. one of the things that like therapy can do is help you decide how you can fit in that thing that sure. you would love to do into the actual time you have. Right. Figuring out your priorities of time management and also just what makes you happy. You wouldn't be happy without therapy. No. I Could know, because no. you were very unhappy when you weren't. Doing I was therapy, a miserable, so
1: miserable man. <laughs> you were miserable and
0: now you're happy yeah. and that's what you yeah, should absolutely. try. And you can do it, too. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's terrific. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient. It's flexible, suited to your schedule. All you have to do, you fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched up with a licensed therapist. Here's the coolest part. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Wow. They actually want you to get the help you need rather than just, oh, now you're locked into that therapist. Sure. It's a great service and learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash crime in sports today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot com slash crime in sports. Apple card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's three percent on your favorite products at Apple. and welcome to Crime and Sports. Yay! Oh, yay indeed, Jimmy. Yay indeed. My name is James Petragallo. I'm here with my co-host. I am Jimmy Westman. Thank you folks so much for joining us again on another crazy edition of Crime and Sports. And mm-hmm. we have a wild one for you today, as we always do after a, a week off, especially an unplanned week off. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely not planned. Uh, everything is fine, but uh, let's just say there was no way to do a show last uh, week. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just leave it at that. So uh, anyway, uh thank Thank you guys
2: oh, for coming all
0: back. Right. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. Well, I don't even remember what the last episode was. Uh,
1: the last one was Glenn uh, Robinson. Yes, it was the Glenn big Robinson. dog, I yeah. believe, yeah. if
0: I'm not mistaken. Uh, definitely, hope you enjoyed that because wow. that was some interesting one. I hope your your Germain has a shovel ready,
2: <laughs> ready to go.
0: <laughs> but uh, today, first of all, I want to thank everyone for the reviews this week on Apple Podcasts. The purple icon, Thanks. you know that thing there that you do. Uh, we don't know why, but it helps drive you up the charts when you get reviews. Yeah. I have no idea why. I don't know how. You know, Apple Podcasts works their algorithms, but somebody seems to like it. Let's try to take advantage of it. And and to do that, we need you to give us five stars and uh, say something. Doesn't matter what you say. Say we're following instructions and these two made me do this. It doesn't matter what you say, but uh, the reviews help an immense amount for some reason. So thank you for those and thank you for those who've done it already. Uh, Besides that, go to shutupandgivememurder.com for all of your needs, crime and sports, and small town murder. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what you're doing if you're not listening to Small Town Murder. Oh, it's so much fun! You're missing out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's this just minus the sports. Right. It's 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 insane and always a murder. Mm-hmm. So you know one of those. So listen to that. There is a few tickets left. We are under fifty tickets left for Nashville in April for so the Crime cool. and Sports Show. So uh, if you want to get those tickets, I know it's like six months away, but right. you got to get them now or five months away because otherwise they're going to be gone so next weird. week or so. So yeah, I would definitely grab those tickets. Do that and uh keep an eye out for tickets coming up because we're going to have a few more shows that we're going to announce mm-hmm. uh, live shows for crime and sports bunch for small town murder a few for crime and sports for 2020 so uh keep doing that keep checking that out if you want to be a hero of ours mm-hmm. an absolute just a a, a king and queen or whoever you are. A real darling. A real darling. Someone that we really just love and one of our producers as a matter of fact. And one of these people we're going to talk about at the end of the show in glowing terms. We'll say great things about you. We're going to talk terrible about someone for like two and a half hours and then we're going to say, but these people are great. So if you want to be one of those people, our producers, you can do that very easily. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash crime and sports or head over to uh, PayPal. Use our email address, which is Crime and sports at gmail.com and you can get to both of those sites where can you get to
1: them? They're Jimmy? over at shutupandgimmemurder.com, right. There's James. links. You can yeah. just go
0: there. Right. It's very, very All simple. Of All of them do that. And uh, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> and,
1: you know, even, even when we talk bad about somebody for a long period of time, they they tend to, sometimes they turn and they start loving us. That's the weird part. Thank you so Lenny much yeah. for your affection, sir. It's, it's very strange <laughs> because, <laughs> like, Mandy Maloon, yeah. w-
0: we were generally nice to Mandy yeah. Maloon. We felt bad for her. because yeah, her She came from a shit situation. Yeah. And uh, and I felt like she was being ignored about the Olympic sexual right. shit. And I was like, this is kind of, she's right. Yeah. And then it turns out she is right. She is it's, right. you know, according to. The government and everybody <laughs> right. else that's been investigating people this. that have heard her goddamn yeah. story. So I think that she liked us because we actually were like not a lot of people were believing her. They right. were all like, "Ah, oh, she's some crazy broad out right. there." But we were like,
1: "No, that sounds about right." Yeah, just because people so, break the law sometimes yeah. doesn't mean that they don't have
0: a credible story. That's the thing. Right. That's exactly what it was, and her story was uber credible, insanely credible <laughs> with these <laughs> right. these molesting coaches. Right. And we, you know, we're not going to try to. We're not going to go. I'm going to. I think I'll err on the side of molesting coach. <laughs> So
1: why? Because she throat punched somebody. uh, Yeah, no, I don't think so. Dick kicked
0: somebody. You know what? Sometimes you gotta dick kick somebody.
1: (laughs) Sometimes that happens.
0: So, but I I get that. But like Lenny Dykstra just likes us for some reason. (laughs) He comments on Twitter.
1: "Eh, That's cool. I like that.
0: We root for Lenny. That's the thing. Unless you're like a kid diddler. Unless you're Buck Zumhoff. Unless you're like a horribly violent guy. to beat your wife all the time, yeah. or you're like you know one of
1: those type of people. You can atone for ripping
0: off your we secretary don't. by paying them back. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's even, easy. even his even his Lenny Dykstra's alleged sexualist. Well, not really alleged. I think he <laughs> pled to it. Ass- assaults of the of the housekeepers. Right. He never like. And I know it's not. It doesn't make it great, but he just was like. Got this, you know what I mean? What do you think? I mean, it's not like that can be. You can work with that, right. is what I'm getting. At. That could be a, a
1: pickup line too. Sometimes. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's not like a horrible, like fucking rapist, right. To where you it's can't, like, where you can't work with him, and you're like, this is what this guy's into. Right. He was just like, maybe she'll like this. I feel like he's just not, you know. There's I, no violence. No. There's just and maybe not when a he was famous. Maybe when he was when he was a player and famous, that shit might have worked. Yeah, you probably. Know I mean? That's how Ric Flair used to get yeah? chicks. He just open his robe and bars and be Flair. like, "How you doing?" And there's Rick Dick. He'd have his belt. Up, he'd have the championship belt down yeah. with his dick below it, and the belt open, strutting around. Right. And this is not like a. No one denies this. It's not like oh, it's alleged. He'll tell you he did that all the time. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, we root for Lenny Dykstra to turn it all around and to get it. You know, to, to not be searching through dumpsters for dentures with <laughs> independent wrestler clowns for hours at a time. We want that to happen. Find so
1: a fast food restaurant. You
0: know, so we root for Lenny, and we're happy that he follows us. Yeah. And if he's listening now, go ahead on Lenny. We, <laughs> Keep uh, going. And Lenny, we block. hope it works out for you, bro. No
1: more Gatorade piss jugs. No, keep no, let's keep going and be good. But with
0: all that said, it is time to get down to the, the yeah. man of the hour. Let's do we'll say here. Uh, let's get back into the brain damage sports all right. as we as we do. And uh it's a hockey player. Mm. Hockey play hockey, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Hockey episodes are our least listened to episodes no kidding. every single time. Not by a lot, all but right. but you can tell that people are like, ah, eh, fuck hockey. Yeah. Which is crazy because they're some of the most Insane oh episodes, some of the best stories because you get a high level of brain damage, yeah. especially in that sport where masculinity for a whole a long time in that sport told you, so what if your bell's rung, You get back out there and <laughs> skate it off. I mean, that was like <laughs> get how, into uh, it, Robert Probert. Yeah, it's Probert and Rudy Pochek. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's been a Patrick Cote. It's been a lot of real crazy ones out there, and this is no different here. Okay. Let's get into Kevin Stevens. Mm. Okay, you know who Kevin Stevens? No, is? it doesn't sound very uh, Croatian or can- no, Canadian. No, or- no, 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 he is american boy he uh he he's the he was like lemieux's right hand man in the early 90s for the penguins if you played the sega genesis 1993 nhl hockey which is like the best sega game ever Mm -hmm. it's the last one where you could fight and the guy would fall down and flail his arms Mm -hmm. and legs and bleed Mm -hmm. uh it was that game he was amazing on that Mm -hmm. game so that's how i know him kevin smith kevin kevin stevens edwards stevens (laughs) edwards smith jr yeah just Stevens. God,
1: it's such a throwaway white person. It is name. Kevin
0: Stevens. That's
1: it. Sounds made up. It does. It sounds
0: like if you went up and you're like, I got to make up a name. Quick, quick, quick! White guy, white guy, white guy. I'm Kevin. Kevin Stevens. How you doing? What a nice throwaway to meet you. name. <laughs> Yeah. Todd Rogers, good to see you. Like, it's it's Todd Rogers. It's the same thing. Kevin Stevens. It's ridiculous. It is. He's born April fifteenth, nineteen sixty five. He's from Massachusetts. Yeah. So uh, everything that we talk about, you have to picture in a heavy New England accent. Yeah. That's the other thing. Everything oh, yeah. he says, you have to picture in a. In a oh, in how a, many times are we going to say "wicked" in today? A, in a thick, lifelong God New England accent. Damn it. Uh, yeah, Brockton, Massachusetts is okay. where he's from. He's six foot three, two 30 when he grows up a big so boy. he's a big yeah. dude yeah. I mean, he's a big strapping guy yeah. and he's a hockey player on he's, he's fucking a, skates that's what I mean so he's Jesus you know God. he's 6'6 six, six on skates <laughs> yeah. he's a monster You God know, Lord. he's a big guy here now his parents uh, his father's name is Arthur and everybody calls Kevin Stevens Artie as a nickname uh-huh. that's every like all his friends his call dad's him. name uh, yeah all his friends his family his friends all the other players they all call him Artie that's his, that's his name no one calls him <laughs> Kevin okay it's weird. I don't know why. It's bizarre. It's very odd. So uh, uh, Arthur is his dad, and Arthur was a big athlete when he was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, also, and and a young man as well. Arthur actually went uh, was uh, ended up uh, in the Cincinnati Reds farm system, playing in the minor leagues uh, as a catcher. So him and Randy Macho Man Savage share that in common. <laughs> okay. They're both catchers in the in the uh, Cincinnati Reds minor league system, <laughs> which is very strange. And Johnny Bench. And was he, was he, well, eventually he didn't wrestle though or or produce a hockey player. That's true. (laughs) But he played baseball. He played baseball. And eventually, yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, he was his dad, Arthur, Artie may, uh, married his high school sweetheart, who was a, a beauty pageant winner, mm-hmm. girl named Patricia. So, I mean, they, it was a very, he was going on to play professional baseball and she was a beauty queen. It was very Jack and Diane, yeah. this story, except with a heavy New England accent. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. yelling at each other in a heavy New England <laughs> accent. Well, throwing a beer can every yeah. intermittently, yeah. intermittently tossing a beer can at the wall or something. And like Diane
1: that. calling him Jackie.
0: Yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. A. Jack a. So, uh, <laughs>
1: That was wicked hard that yeah, time. It was,
0: that was a hard one. Put <laughs> a hole through the
1: drywall in that hey. Was that one frozen? It's a good
0: thing three of your brothers do drywall. Otherwise, we'd be in real trouble. <laughs> God damn. So uh, everybody from the Northeast knows how to do drywall. All of them, for yeah. Everybody Man. could just slap some drywall up. It's
1: Bostonians and meth heads. Those yeah. are the two people. Drywall.
0: Done. <laughs> So uh, they get married. Uh, they end up having three kids all together. They have uh, two girls first. Mm-hmm. And then after that, a little later on, they have finally have their boy. Yeah. They have little Kevin here. Okay. Uh, little giant Kevin. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> little giant Kevin. Now, a lot of this background stuff, by the way, I got from a really, really good article uh, from Sportsnet.ca. I guess that's Canada. Probably. Sportsnet yeah. Canada, I would assume, by a guy named Dan Robson. It's some good background shit that he found that's mm-hmm. really nobody nowhere else. Oh, so well, it's Robson, eh? Robson, eh? No, he's actually got out of Boston. Okay, year, all right. I think he's out of Boston, so yeah. it's it's a different accent. It's more angry. It's the same thing with more swearing. <laughs> yeah, with with more exactly. In this article, they talk about Kevin learned to skate on the cranberry bogs oh. behind his house.
1: Oh, so those things freeze over. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there, uh, yeah, pretty solid. Because cranberries that. grow underwater. Yeah, which is that fucking weird. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I guess it would freeze it's over it's shallow and yeah, yeah, yeah you could fucking over. swim you or skate, skate on, it. on it. yeah especially if you're literally you're yeah.
0: flying through it you're just right. learning to stay up uh so yeah he i guess
1: <laughs> we just validated the, yeah a fact why that was it. already
0: true it's true that's
1: true it's it didn't, <laughs> yeah of course they did. it didn't need to be investigated well that's we the just thing <laughs> we're so used to i just investigated it via uh, an ocean spray commercial well
0: <laughs> that's what helps you know what? Don't ever let anyone tell you that TV isn't any good for yeah, you. Because you can learn. You can learn. You can learn how cranberries grow, at least. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe other stuff, too, but there's the cranberry thing. You can know more about learning to skate as a toddler for some reason.
1: I am such an asshole. Well, I, it's funny I try to pretend that I'm smart for a second well, because I saw TV. Saw
0: Ocean Spray. We're so used to everything being full of shit, though. Also, yeah. we're so used to like pulling apart full of shit things right. on this show. So we're like, anything that said we're like, I don't know about that. And then we have to <laughs> investigate it, and then we're like, okay, that right. that checks out, passable. That checks out. <laughs> we can't say it didn't happen. So we're looking. We're so looking for full of shit. We'll tell you at any point. That'll work. <laughs> good enough. Unreal. So they uh, at the end of their drive here at the end of their street, they it was kind of a makeshift rink is uh-huh. what they did. And they had neighborhood games there. And, and the dad here, Arthur, would take care of the of the of the neighborhood rink. Basically, yeah. he would make it skatable for the kids. And uh-huh. he was very into the kids skating. And uh, he was a mailman. His dad a big giant guy, uh, awesome. which makes sense yeah. to have a giant kid like Kevin here. Uh, but he's a big, he's a big gregarious mailman. Okay. He's the guy you, you hear him coming with your mail five houses down, yeah, because he's talking to somebody. with those a people. Big heavy New England yeah. accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he seems like he's probably a fun guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's probably a, a, a fun. Seems like a good dude. Crack here. up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got jokes. Yeah. He's got breaking balls. Just he, a
1: brown bag. I what, wonder yeah. what's in there. He,
0: he <laughs> picks on old lady, yeah. but then like you know helps them. But you know he, he breaks the balls about uh-huh. things hey uh look at you i don't know like the uh, you look like you're trolling for some cock today mrs <laughs> Wilkinson. i don't know
1: trolling for cock.
0: that house coat's a little tight <laughs> that's all i'm saying Jesus looking good Christ. looking good here's your electric bill all right then he moves on don't forget to stuff. pay your heat that's it the
1: winter's coming you're
0: gonna freeze to death in that little skimpy thing
1: <laughs> I'll be around either way. Rain, nor sleep, nor it's shine. Is that how that it goes?
0: A, uh, some shit like yeah, that. I think there's snow mixed in there somewhere. Rain,
1: nor sleep, nor... Uh, I don't know. They, they,
0: Something about... I think Dead of Night is in there, but they it? don't... They don't. I yeah, never I don't get mail at night. I've never gotten it after night. Uh, once it's dark, mailmen... Their uh, post office closes the fuck at 4.30. They're like 10-year-old kids when the street <laughs> yeah. lights come on they really? fucking scatter. Oh, no! And they Skip they Dead of Night. Scatter off the street. I'm not sure here. But uh, everybody loved him. He's a locally... Known guy. Cause everybody knows the goddamn mailman. Yeah. And, uh, especially if he's a big you know, booming personality yeah. type of cat. They all know him. So, uh, yeah, he would shovel. Uh, uh, they, I guess he would, you know, they'd water down the ice. It would freeze over and get smooth, and he would shovel it off if it snowed and
2: okay.
0: all that sort of shit here. Uh, he set up nets uh, for the kids yeah. for for goals and everything like that. So, not bad. There was a lot of, I guess a lot of kids would skate in this area, and they would just play all night, basically, until it got dark. Yeah. That was the, the way this works. So, he comes from... Uh, like a hockey cul-de-sac basically yeah. it's just this cul-de-sac of hockey where you get home from school and that's all anybody gave a shit about play till dead of night play till it's too dark to play and, and play that's till then it. it's
1: too late to deliver the mail <laughs> that's it uh, steve's sister
0: kelly said quote it was like a norman rockwell painting so okay. that's how they're going to frame this. It's, it's all Campbell's soup, babe. That's <laughs> all it is. So uh, uh, he has two sisters, uh, Kelly and Kim. And uh, he, Artie was, he waited for the boy, mm-hmm. the father. That's the thing. Like he got two daughters and that was great. And he was yeah. excited. But then he got the son and he was like, hey, now I got, you yeah, know. know, sometimes now I guys. You I don't be a man. So you just want to teach a kid how yeah. to, you know, be a guy, I think is what it is. So well, it uh, doesn't have to all be <laughs> bath
1: bombs and hair ties.
0: That's the thing. It, it, you get overwhelmed. You're like, there's something different yeah. here. And if you had, I assume if you had two boys, you'd be like,
1: I just want a girl. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? You
1: know, I'd love to, I'd love to brush some hair today. I'd
0: love for things to be pink and calm for a minute because <laughs> this shit is crazy. <laughs> These two are fucking insane. They, they're peeing on each other right now. <laughs> pink and calm. Boys will pee on each yeah. other. For their, you've yeah. never seen two girls pee on each other. It's never <laughs> happened, ever, unless it was sexual and invited and voluntary. No girls have ever been like, yeah, yeah. motherfucker, yeah. The it, it does three more. grand, yeah,
1: and it was expensive. <laughs> Boys' bedrooms are painted blue and blood. That's yeah, what it is, and pee and right? shit and everything else. They're terrible.
0: <laughs> ever been in a men's room? It's a fucking nightmare. And hor- those are adult, horrible. Men. Yeah, imagine children. Oh, oh, good fuck man who haven't been guilted into being members of society yet
1: can we just like as 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 dudes like respect each other a little bit and how about we stopped
0: (laughs) no stop right there if, if respecting each other entails not shitting on things, I don't think men can do it. Honestly, I think you're because
1: that's what it is. I am tired of going into a bathroom and and having to fucking stand back from the toilet because there's piss everywhere. Oh, it's all over, and then yeah. I'm gonna get it everywhere because I can't hit it. No, well, yeah, I gonna. can't hit it from this distance. That's the thing. It's, it keeps I'm going. Not it's Steph a slippery. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Once oh that floor slippery. All well, right.
0: Yeah, once a couple guys miss, and you're backing then up. Then everybody. Further and further yeah. next thing you know so it
1: takes it takes a village it takes all of us god damn it to to stop pissing on the bowl. toilet
0: but they're gonna piss on the toilet they're not gonna care and then they're gonna shit everywhere and they're gonna smear it on the walls and they're gonna write their names <laughs> but what's
1: it. the difference once that's there's piss art. everywhere it's horrible. It may, may as well shit everywhere, everywhere too the people.
0: that's the thing there's shit uh, everywhere anyway so you might as well uh, piss on it maybe they're trying to piss the shit off maybe that's what it is maybe if i can get a strong enough stream going i can knock yeah. that piece off the that's wall disgusting. that's all i can think though that's what's going on in men's rooms it's fucking horrible in Well, there.
1: what about the urinals then? Because there's dick hairs everywhere, I don't even and then want to there's talk about, piss all over the I don't need
0: to splash piss all over my shoes, so I avoid urinals, because all you do, you piss, That's and it's just a, a, yeah. a cloud of splash coming out <laughs> everywhere, and you're like, okay, it's all over my pants and shoes now. still my favorite thing you've ever said. Thanks, no. Yeah,
1: it makes no sense. Where are you going? I'm not going over there piss on my shoes. <laughs> a piss on my, you might as well just piss directly on your shoes. It was, <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said four words, and I understood your whole thoughts. <laughs> yes what because you just started walking away and i'm going to the urinal. where are you going you go I'm not going over there piss on my shoes <laughs> piss on i get it yeah i get it oh wow i'm yeah. on board i probably have a lot of piss, I have on piss my all shoes. over me right <laughs> all now. over my
0: shoes you take a black light to your shoes it was just piss a piss parade piss parade <laughs> Unreal. So uh, uh, Arthur here gets Kevin into every sport by walking. Like, oh, he can stand up, put a glove on him, and play some baseball, and I put a stick in his hand, he'll play some some hockey. Mm-hmm. Arthur loves sports, and, he, and Kevin uh, seemed to be coordinated at a very early age. Mm-hmm. So when you see that, you go, hey, and you keep encouraging it. So uh, he did, and he said that uh, he was basically, Kevin's good at every sport he plays. But he's just one of those guys. He's just good at everything. He's a good athlete and uh, just figures out whatever sport he, he plays already never played hockey the father arthur never oh, yeah. never played hockey but uh everybody in around him loved hockey mm-hmm. and all the kids were into hockey so he was like cool i like hockey i'm encouraging the kids here uh so he said that uh kevin skated just got right on him and started skating it was easy going uh they would get him to shoot pucks here and uh he would uh, his dad would play goalie and uh that would start to uh you know, hurt after a while sure. as he got older and hit the, you know, yeah. actually was uh, the shooting harder. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it, there's a, a, according to local legend in this article I found here, in his first competitive year of, of hockey at six years old, Kevin scored 175 goals. No. Yeah. Well, that's that's actually possible if you've seen youth hockey. Is that with a puck? Yeah, that's I had a friend in high school who was amazing, just like compared to the other high school kids. It must be all the people who end up, you know, at the next level are probably like this. They're just 10 steps over. They're like LeBron. You know, dunking sure, on people. Sure. Cause my friend, I mean, he played our high school as like, that was like his, his practice league. Mm-hmm. Like he had these, these, you know, had
1: club game. traveling right, teams
0: right. that were like, that was important. Yeah. And our high school games were like, that was like, oh, that's, yeah, he just fucks around on those. He used to score six, seven goals a game. Jesus. I'm not even fucking around. They'd show like local news highlights and they go, oh, this guy's throwing a shot. And he would just be fucking, he was like chunky too. Yeah. He'd just be like weaving in and out and pink. Just, just some people just see it. Yeah. It's like piano. Yeah. Hockey's one of those weird things where, a couple people are just way better at it than any like Gretzky yeah. you know you look at stats and you're like how is that guy so much better than everybody else right. it's weird like baseball you don't see
1: it as much or it is a, yeah i mean my, my uncle used to be really really good at it and yeah. it, then he got really really good at drugs uh, that's that'll happen but he could like he could flip a, a hug, he'd flip the stick and like catch oh, yeah, the yeah, puck. Yeah, those, it was fucking bana- like yeah. Like a golfer that like can tap the ball in Absolutely. the air with the, with, the, with the club. Well, there's That's that, the that, fam- <laughs> yeah, th-
0: that thing. The, yeah, the, the fucking thing that golf clubber guy. The bat, you know, right. the golf bat. That's the one. There's that famous uh, sports center highlight. It's probably the late 90s of that kid. I want to say it's a college game mm-hmm. or something like that where the kid comes around the back of the goal and picks up the you know, pick scoops picks, up right, the, the, the thing puck. and like fucking just drops just, it in the yeah, back yeah. corner of the right. net while the goalie's just still turning. Yeah. He just kind of like flips it. That's my uncle. Yeah, he was so good with yeah, a puck. Yeah. That was th- th- That's fun to and watch. And he
1: got really good with pipes. And, well, you know what I mean? They are
0: the same shape, the same way. <laughs> stick in the pipe. I think maybe that's why. It's like, I know this. He put all kinds of things in This there. makes sense to yeah. me. Uh, now, Kevin, though, his best sport was baseball, he really? thought, actually. So that wasn't even his best He's sport. He's got good arms. He's just really good at shit. And I. He's great. In 1970. Uh, he played in the, 19- in the 1978 Quebec International Pee Wee Hockey Tournament okay. which was a big deal apparently this tournament it was founded in 1960 and uh, it's supposed to give players who are 12 years old and under uh, a chance to have international competition mm-hmm. that's the point it raises it's a fundraiser too and all this type of shit it's a big deal though for hockey kids sure. uh, in, in some of the people who have come out of this uh, I'll give you a list here uh, Mike Gartner who was a long time uh, NHL player Dennis Savard Wayne Gretzky oh. in 74 Paul Coffey who played forever Adam Oates was in the league for a long time Ron Francis yeah. forever uh, uh, Scott Stevens no relation yeah. but other other I think he was in New Jersey Devil for a long time Pat LaFontaine who played forever uh, uh Mario Lemieux Brett Hull yeah. a lot of there's a lot of Hall of Fame names yeah. in there that played in this tournament so this is a kind of a big deal Patrick Waugh was in this tournament Eric Lindros yeah. Is there, you know, Wait a minute. Eric yeah. Lindros. Was
1: yeah. That, was that a kid that played in the NBA too?
0: no eric lindros what, was a was the a, much concussed philadelphia what's flyer the
1: name i'm trying to think of for lindros that played was it no nope. eric
0: montrose montrose, montrose was, was that yep. flat top having yep. north carolina terrible center. double zeros went to boston maybe probably i think so he was awful though he fits in in boston yeah uh so anyway uh, kevin goes to silver lake high school in kingston massachusetts mm-hmm. here and uh he does pretty damn well in 82 83 plays in 18 games has 27 uh has 24 goals and 27 assists in 18 games. Mm-hmm. So 51 points in 18 games is nothing to sneeze at. That's pretty goddamn good here. Uh, he's also a high school all scholastic first team. Mm-hmm. So that means he's so got a reader. He's of got, month? Yeah, he's, he, he gets good grades, too, mm-hmm. which isn't bad here. He's the Silver Lake captain his junior and senior year. He's also a team leader always. everybody, Every team he goes to, he's a team leader. Mm-hmm. He's a guy, he's, he's like his dad. He's a big guy with a big booming voice and uh, gregarious sense of humor yeah. and people gravitate to him. Okay. He's that kind of guy. They Very outgoing. Us. Absolutely. And he's a big, powerful guy, too. So people tend to follow him. Mm-hmm. If you're a big, booming, voiced, gregarious guy yeah, and you're a big do what you say. thing, they, they tend to, pe- they, people just tend to gravitate and follow you. It's yeah. just one of those. It's, it's not, I don't even think it's, it's, it's intellectual. It's just a, a human. Thing. Right. Okay. I, I follow that person now. So, uh, yeah, he's uh he was named the uh, high school conference's co MVP in 1981 82 and the MVP in 82 83. So, uh, not too bad. He played center in, in high school. He'll be a left wing after that. Uh, he's also a uh, big high school baseball player uh-huh. and he was recruited to uh, uh, Boston College, recruited him to play both baseball and hockey okay. uh, as a catcher, also like his dad. And uh, he 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 ends up trying out with the Toronto Blue Jays and the Philadelphia Phillies during college. So he has a couple of sniffs at at that the big leagues in in terms of our major league baseball organization. Well, he's good at it, obviously. So, yeah, Yeah. he's really good at it. He says, uh, quote, this is Kevin, quote, I actually like playing baseball as much as hockey. I missed uh, not getting a chance to play it after high school. I think playing multiple sports in high school was a big positive for me because it gave me a break from concentrating on one sport for too long and maybe not enjoying playing that sport as much. I'm all for kids playing more than one sport in high school. It's a good mental break. Couldn't agree more with yeah. that shit. Yeah. Now, the problem is now, like, in, in, if you're going to be, unless you're a world class athlete that's got like a 4 three forty or something right. like that, you can play multiple sports and whatever you decide to play, whenever you decide to play it, people will be happy It'll to be take you then. on. Right. Unless you're that, you need to get really good. Yeah. And, you, and the only way to do that is to concentrate. And the only way to do that is to burn your kid out. That's yeah. the problem now. I don't, like, when you see these kids now, not kids, but these guys coming into the league as quarterbacks into the NFL or 22, 23. Right. They grew up with this crazy they grew up regimented militant it's they've been in quarterback camp since they were eight years old they didn't just play in this in the schoolyard and play in the street and play in their yard with their friends and then like when you know in high school and join you know uh pop orner and then in high school go out for the team and play and be good enough to go to college and then hey look how good you are that's how it used to be but now it's like these kids are mapped out this kid at 12 you know that kid is going to be a you know whatever star blue chip prospect in, in five six years it's already it's it's crazy. So I I can't imagine. Like I can't imagine a guy coming into the league now and not hating football by then.
1: I mean, at minimum, by the time you're not, not. At minimum, you're just going. It's about time I get the payday. It, yeah, it, and that's all you're playing and, for. And you're now, looking it's just at the it, money. like right. yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Whereas I I think it was probably. I mean, there was money involved, obviously, always, mm-hmm. but I think it was also a matter of hey, I still like football, and right. you know, this is still cool. Whereas yeah. now. The love of the game is fucking long gone. Yeah, football does not seem fun, especially in the NFL. It seems like the first thing they do is they sit you down and say, football's not fun, goddammit. Right. It's fucking well, big business, which is... Uh,
1: there's just shows. Ch- there's chatter about it all day, well, every fucking day. It
0: shows on the field. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, as a fan, when you watch an NFL game, mm-hmm. it sh- the lack of joy... Shows on the Absolutely. field. Really, I get when they score a touchdown. There's a choreographed dance and everything, <laughs> and that's great. I'm glad they're doing that again because I like
1: that personally. The choreography, the choreography, it's fantastic. Uh-huh. I love it. I mean, I, just just let them Take fucking let them dance. No, stop do with any rules at all. Yeah, who cares? Right. Do
0: whatever they want. Otherwise, you know what they're going to do? They're going to pull back and show a wide shot of the field while one team runs off the field and one team runs on, and <laughs> refs decide where to place the ball. Right. That's what you get. Would you rather watch that from a fucking from the upper deck or would you rather watch a bunch of grown millionaires giant millionaires
1: together in
0: helmets and shoulder pads doing a silly dance together in in unison i'd rather see that person pretty
1: funny that's funny (laughs) but besides that that, but that goes back to the point that we've made for fucking i don't know how many shows put personality back in sports otherwise it's fucking... It's 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 boring. Oh, my God. It's It's obnoxious. You cannot sit and watch a vanilla-ass game. I can't do it. We're to the point where uh, uh,
0: wrestling needs a little more sport, and sports need a little (laughs) more wrestling. That's where we're at right now. I'm dead serious. Yeah, you're right. That's where we're at. We're too... Like, in the 70s, like, characters were nuts in Mm -hmm. sports. The guys were crazy. It was Thomas Hollywood Henderson smoking crack and fucking wheelchair chicks in the face. Like, (laughs) that was crazy, obviously. And then, like, the wrestlers were all like, this is real and blah, blah. Now it's just silly and then they're too business. We need to switch and get a little of both and sprinkle it in. Sprinkle in some wrestling in your football and it'll be more fun. Because I watched uh, yesterday the Patriots and uh, Ravens and... I got to say, Tom Brady is the most, we've said it before, but he's the most joyless. The most boring fucking thing on earth. When you watch him, if I was 12 years old watching him, I would go, wow, football looks terrible. (laughs) Football looks like it's a fucking, I'd rather work in a factory. Yeah, Yeah, that looks awful. (laughs) Because he looks like it's just no fun whatsoever. Football's a sweat factory for him. Oh, it's just, (laughs) I don't know how anyone can watch that. With the
1: reward of millions of
0: dollars. I don't know how anyone could watch that and get joy from that when there is no joy. Even when Tom Brady wins or throws a touchdown, he doesn't look happy. Mm -mm. He looks like, yeah, like it's a military operation. It's like, dude, this is fun. You're supposed to go. Yay. You're not supposed to go. That's right, motherfucker. (laughs) It's weird. It's fucking weird. Calm down, and I get that they're winning and all that, right. but that doesn't make it fun to fucking no. watch. Which is the point of the goddamn shit—is
1: for well, me to want to watch it. And again, there's no personality in the in, no. in the anger in that anybody. he has. Somehow he somehow he exudes a human emotion with zero emotion. Yeah. <laughs> how do you do that? It's just how do yeah. you even how do you get angry with zero personality? And that's how, how do they, you
0: do it. And that's how they look for football yeah. players too. They look for a quarterback. How as their
1: whole fucking machine is
0: that—an emotionless fu- person who's been bred from birth to do this yeah. that's all that's what they're looking at with quarter their mascot is
1: perfect for them it's just a deadpan vanilla faced uh yeah. triangle on on the side of a helmet that's it's, all it is yeah it's, it's just a boring nothing it's the it's truth it's awful it's the truth i well, hate it
0: hockey has a little hockey especially back in the 80s had a lot more oh, they loved it football hockey in the 80s and 90s uh, there was a lot of personality involved in it and uh it was a different type of thing. These guys were running around, without running, skating around without helmets on and shit. I mean, it was just these guys were psychopaths. They were literally crazy people. with A, with a, a
1: rubber puck flying, oh, flying. at... Uh, uh, how fast do those things go? Over 40, 50 miles an hour? Over 100. Really? Of,
0: yeah, guys shoot slap shots Holy at 130 shit, miles an hour. Christ. it's Christ. That's and hard. And you're doing
1: that with no helmet on?
0: No helmet. <laughs> no helmet and guys defensemen diving in front of these pucks with no helmets. Yeah. And shit. It's a f- absolutely bonkers that these people would do this shit it was it was a
1: 130 miles an hour yeah, it was
0: a crazy then you wonder why they we have so many episodes <laughs> about them because they have so much brain damage <laughs> but in the 1983 entry draft now he's been recruited to Boston College but in, in the NHL you can draft somebody and retain their rights okay. it's a different system than in yeah. uh, like baseball if you don't sign them by the next year their rights are it's a long story it depends on what, how you draft them and everything else but uh, uh, he th- and this draft is full of people uh, Steve Geiserman uh, Pat Lafon Fontaine's in this draft. They went three and four. Uh, uh, but there's a lot of different guys that even I know. And I'm not a hockey guy, Jeff Bukaboom. But guys, Ira, Cam Neely, people I remember or I, I even know of here. Uh, uh, but uh, finally, uh, we uh, we get uh, – uh, uh, who is he drafted by here? Jesus, he's drafted by Los Angeles. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't get that. He's drafted by Los Angeles, our guy Kevin Stevens here. Uh, not till the third round. So, it's what you know, year is that this is a uh, 1983 entry draft bob probert all uh-huh. well, drafted in the third round by the red wings wow. too so this is uh this draft is is uh pretty stacked claude lemieux not the King- Mario, and they claude.
1: weren't they were the kings then too huh
0: yeah Los Angeles.
1: how long have they fucking been there
0: oh uh, when did they go there it's been a while huh yeah 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 how about yeah. that yeah
1: well i didn't you know. know that <laughs> And sometimes I mix them up with the Anaheim Ducks. Well, <laughs> And they aren't there anymore, right? Let's understand. No, they're there they right. are. There's there. still, there. still the yeah.
0: Anaheim. But you, yeah. you just would think that because that movie right, right. is so old. You'd be sure, right. like, they still have a team? Right. You'd think they would have abandoned that like 1996? <laughs> just a hulk of a stadium left behind, melting ice? <laughs> we're not gonna actually so uh anyway he's traded or he's uh drafted by los angeles and traded to pittsburgh right away okay. on september 9th for anders hackinson oh uh, yeah with two s's hackinson yeah. oh uh, yeah he's that jewish a, he's, fella yeah obviously a <laughs> small very small man <laughs> Dark hair, mustache. Yeah, two you know, s's. Yeah, <laughs> that is a six foot five Scandinavian gentleman. I'm yes, sure.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> he ended up playing 191 games over six seasons. Mm-hmm. So I mean, not bad, but not as good of a career as Kevin Stevens ended up having. So uh, Pittsburgh got the best of that
1: one. Did the LA Kings move?
0: They're the ones that went to Vegas, right? Uh, I, I think that's so. true. No, no, no. The Kings are still a team. Aren't uh, oh, they?
1: Golden Knights.
0: Yeah, the Golden Knights. Is that a expansion I think an expansion team? Expansion team. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Oh.
1: Yeah, I thought it was the Kings that moved there. I think the Kings are still the Kings. All right, well maybe they're still the Kings. Yeah. I got I some googling. It. This to is do. how
0: much hockey we we pay attention to. So anything hockey we say, <laughs> take with a grain of salt because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. That's why we're not going to spend a lot of time on hockey stats yeah. because. I don't know a lot of them. I I know how many goals is a good amount of goals, Mm -hmm. and I know assists and stuff. But outside of that, I'm not going to tell you the nuances of how he affected the game, because I have no goddamn idea. Don't
1: tweet me. I've already Googled it by now.
0: (laughs) He seemed good on Sega, so that's what I'm going to say. When he came down on Sega, boy, throw it to the side to him. (laughs) It was hot shit. Hey everybody, just going to take a quick break away from the show to tell you a little bit about one of our favorite, favorite yeah. companies, Harry's Harry's Oh, Harry's razors are the yeah, best. They, they really, really are. are. Uh, I'm telling you guys. Well, I'm going to put this copy down yeah. and just tell you guys how good because yeah. you can hear it. I'm putting it down. The Harry's is good. These razors are amazing. They're great. If you have ingrown hairs, that's the main thing. Everybody gets those on their neck. Oh, they're the worst. The Harry's razors are great for that. They right. really help get rid of those ingrown hairs, and that's coming from an Italian guy with hair on his neck. So trust and it's me. got
1: that little edger blade that you, yeah. can,
0: you can get a, a,
1: a good yes. line on they're your beard line. or a good line
0: around your neck. That's the thing. It's fantastic. So good. Amazing product. The razors are such high quality, and yeah. you don't have to be a guy either. My wife uses them. My daughter uses yeah. them. They're great for women, for men, for everybody. Buddy. Harry's are the best. Harry's it's a res- it's a return to the essential yeah. quality, durable blades at a fair price. German engineering, two bucks a blade. Yeah, that's that's a great. Go to the grocery store. Go to any store. And try to buy a blade right gotcha. now. See what they cost. More than two dollars. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. And especially not for blades this good. Uh, they've cut out the middleman. They manufacture the blades in their German blade factory, which has been pres- uh, making these blades, precision blades, for over a century. Mm-hmm. So this is a an old school kind of business, and they've taken it in another direction it's awesome you get high quality incredible blades at factory direct prices there's no risk to trying them at all if you don't love your shave let them know they'll give you a full refund Mm -hmm. you've got nothing to lose here people except your ingrown hairs and your shaving problems you can lose those and right now listeners of our show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash crime and sports this is what you get you'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin nice and hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go all you have to do go to harrys.com slash crime and sports to start shaving better today and now back to the show so he ends up uh, uh playing for boston college doesn't go to the uh, pros right away plays for Boston College which why not if you can have a free ride playing um, college you know get physically ready for the NHL yeah. and then go still get a hockey contract Why the hell not so uh, Boston College he's 18 years old his freshman year he plays in 37 games has 14 assists and six goals not too shabby the next year 84 85 he has uh, plays in uh, he has 13 goals and 23 assists so going up every year the next year 85 86 17 goals 27. Assists, uh-huh. and then his senior year at Boston College, he has. I uh, plays in 39 games, has 35 goals and 35 assists. Oh. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really good. That's uh, you know, twice as many points almost as games played is is pretty impressive. That's your, I mean, you're averaging. Yeah. You're, you're you're affecting the game. That's pretty. You're yeah. s- scoring a goal and getting an assist a game. So you'd love to be that. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to matter to anything that much. You matter to two goals a game, which in <laughs> college hockey is a shitload. Yeah, it's not the uh, most highest scoring affair, as you might know. Uh, his uh, his his coach uh, Len uh, uh, Segalarski. Oh, uh-huh. crap. He was the, one of the coaches at Boston College all th- while all, all Kevin was there. And he called Kevin, quote, a smart kid, always respectful, humble, and caring. He said, my wife always calls him my Kevin. Uh-huh. So I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. So he's, he's so a, loving. He's. a Yeah. They're nice people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're nice people. He is an 86, 87 his senior year. He is the uh, uh, NCAA second team All-American uh, and also uh, first team all-star ncaa uh eastern hockey division whatever the fuck it is i don't even know i have no idea how college hockey divisions are broken down don't
1: look at me i'm
0: barely <laughs> sort of literate on it with college basketball because of tournaments and such and you know i don't even know the teams forget <laughs> football they rename them all the time right. team switch conferences i don't know but it's still a little bit easier with college football but college hockey yeah mm-hmm. yeah I I know the teams up north do well. I know your Minnesotas, your Maines, your Wisconsins, those teams. And that's the college ones. Yeah, Yeah. the college. Those teams are usually good. Mm -hmm. Michigan, things in that area, anywhere where it's frozen.
1: There's not going to be a lot of uh, colleges with hockey teams either, right? I or mean, do, it's, it's not uh, every it's, one of them, right? No, no.
0: I mean, there's ones that don't are that don't live in that aren't in cold weather environments. Yeah. But I'll be, I'll be, ASU doesn't have one. Well, it'd be hard because you'd have to recruit people from away from here yeah. a lot because not. I don't know then if there's enough kids in, to this shit. in Phoenix to play. Yeah. It's that are that
1: good. Come down. your Johansson. with yeah. Two S's. Yeah. I dare you. If you're Minnesota. <laughs> yeah.
0: With two S's. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to melt. <laughs> If you're Minnesota, there's a, it's all kids playing hockey. You probably have, you know, your pick of the hockey talent, and yeah. they want to go to the local school, and you can do well, sure. I would assume. I don't think they're probably getting a lot of kids from Florida.
1: No. I, you know. No, I don't. Maybe. I don't, give it time. <laughs> give it time. Global warming. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Florida might be ice cold eventually. No, they're going to get hotter. Uh, will they? Do you think really so? Going. They're getting know. they're getting hotter. For they're, now, well, yeah, maybe in the winter
0: it'll be colder there. Maybe because that's how it's extreme. It'll,
1: it'll be weather. ice there, and then fire in the summer. That <laughs> well, would make there's sense. fire there now in the <laughs> summer. So
0: we're ahead of the curve it
1: would be ice uh, for game. three months and then God, the fire for three awful. months and then... Florida
0: get it together you're how do you live there everybody tell you what on three let's all just move okay <laughs> everyone that's in Florida pick all your shit up and all leave right. on three. One, two, three. yeah
1: And, ah, I'm, and I'm, table go
0: I'm talking to you Jacksonville Cuts go you slacker get your shit together yeah. come on Miami's already going they're already all the way up to Fort Lauderdale what are you doing <laughs> So, the mass exodus from Florida.
1: That'd be amazing. I don't know. Some podcast says it's going to light on fire in three weeks. We, so, don't, I, we, we
0: don't know. <laughs> we should leave. So, 1987, he, uh, he, uh, not only gets brought up to the NHL for a sniff here, he also is in the, uh, plays for the U.S. in some international, mm-hmm. uh, you know, place for the country in some international things. He's in the 88 Olympics in Calgary okay. also, so he's an Olympian. Doesn't win a medal. No. Uh, yeah, U.S. hockey was not very good. Still a badass. Game. Uh, but still, yeah, Olympic hockey player, right. which is way more than I can say. So, uh, yeah, 87, he's as well, uh, as on the, uh, U.S. national ice hockey team, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, the eighty-eight team finished uh, seventh Ooh, overall eight. in the Calgary Olympics. That doesn't yeah.
1: get you any sort.
0: Nothing. That's not. That's not great. They, they sends you home. Uh, yeah, they lost to what the hell is FRG? What is it? Uh, FRG?
1: Uh, f- uh, is that a fuck? Fro- uh, <laughs> Frugals? <laughs> Frug- frogs? Frugen? Frugen- Frugenville? <laughs> is there, <laughs> is, there is that
0: Frugenberg? <laughs> Did we lose to Frugenberg?
1: Well, FRG, do we learn lose to Frochigle with Frog and Frog? <laughs> we
0: we lost to Frog and Frog, four to one in the first round. We beat Norway somehow. Oh, wow. I don't know how. It's frozen there. Yeah. I think they're just too nice. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, we lost uh, We lost to some... Uh, what
1: the fuck is FRG? That drives I, me bananas. It's probably one of
0: the Russian satellites, you think possibly. So? One of the Eastern, maybe. I don't know. Someone's going to tweet us. It's going to be something <laughs> so obvious. I've already,
1: I already know that the Knights... So obvious. That, that, ...that the Golden Knights are an expansion team and that the Kings are still in LA. Don't tweet that shit. Okay. And also, don't tweet me what FRG means because I'm fucking Googling it right now. Now. basically
0: i don't know what any of the short the 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 abbreviations are for any yeah. of these countries
1: sui oh dude it's fucking west germany oh the, west germany, west germany the okay federation Federal. republic okay of germany What about uh, urs that's probably uh ursula that's ursula witch. i yeah. believe that's she, she had eight is legs that, so. is <laughs> that is that russia uh it might uh, Uzbekistan. unified
0: russian states or something oh um, maybe. maybe that's that's their URS. third
1: s Country? What are we doing? Uh, you, transcontinental country? It's Russia. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we
0: lost seven five to Russia. Yeah. There. Uh, then uh, it doesn't matter. We finished seventh. We're terrible. We won a game against AUT. So we did that. That was. And that's very, Norway. I know that, That's NOR. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Norway. We beat them. We
1: we also beat UAT. And we
0: beat AUT. AUT. Which, Australia. Which is by I, I, that I, we better beat an Australian <laughs> hockey team. Or is it Austria? We, that would make more sense. It's uh. Australia. They've never had anything. <laughs> frozen there you can't get ice in your drink there like huh
1: frozen water
0: huh? why would you freeze it mate
1: how you gonna drink it if it's frozen that is actually i, I hope you are not gonna believe this james is you A U T australia is it it's new zealand
0: i give up I don't fucking know.
1: Un fucking Whatever. real. We
0: beat New Zealand. we, if we, beat- <laughs> we should have beat New Zealand forty five to nothing. I know. It should have looked like a they, a, a blowout football. They score. should have up. Ridiculous. And went,
1: oh mate, we didn't know we was going to be playing this game. <laughs> yeah, we didn't bring our skates.
0: We we're running around on sneakers. Where's, where's
1: the street? I was like, this was street hockey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: running around on A6 out there, <laughs> sliding. <laughs>
1: in shorts and no, heart. no
0: shirt It's the original Jamaican bobsled team <laughs> yeah. basically except way more funny cuz it's violent yeah. these guys are getting <laughs> thrashed left and right <laughs> 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 trying to run I down the ice see on that skates. Now. I want to see that so bad. Well, some big giant kid from Wisconsin bears down on them
1: <laughs> with pads.
0: He's already got six pads in him, and he's fucking got pads, and he's four inches taller than his skates, and he's ready to fucking pace this guy into the into the boards.
1: Some, now that I would pay to some watch. Fuck from New Zealand in a pair of fucking brown shorts, not even covering the knee. This is hard. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh no! We was uh, we was oh. not prepared for this yes, one. <laughs> a, we
0: thought it was something completely different. Shit, <laughs> guys! Break now. Put the rackets away. The wrong, the <laughs> Put them back in the trunk. Sport,
1: mate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've got sneakers. <laughs> So. Bring my runners. <laughs> my trainers. I'm trainer. Trainers. Jim. That's trainers. what it is. It's trainers. That's a silly word. <laughs> no, trainers. <laughs> they love trainers. A trainer is 40 bucks a month to yell at you at the yeah. gym. That's what a
0: trainer is. Trainers. That's a sneaker in the UK. They love trainer. so uh (laughs) no uh uh, he says here uh uh, this is kevin he says quote the olympic team was still made up of college kids back then which that was pre-dream team and i had an amazing eight or nine months traveling traveling around representing my country with future nhl stars like mike richter brian leach Tony Granado and Craig Janney. Uh he says those were some fun times with a bunch of great hockey players that I'm still friends with today. Yeah. So that was like a which that sounds like fun. Yeah. If you're like a twenty two year old hockey player and you're gonna go around the world with a bunch of your buddies playing hockey yeah. and drinking and partying and you sounds know great getting scandinavian whatever, tale, whatever you got <laughs> yeah. going i don't know Who getting knows? new zealand <laughs> <laughs> uh, something so i mean that sounds like fun though that sounds like a really good time yeah and uh but they finished seventh so i don't know I don't it's know. not that great we just seventh, all those future stars yeah. in seventh,
1: place. seventh place doesn't get g- great tail <laughs> no it doesn't that was it <laughs> That you, other... you the tough stuff the mercy tough, m- yeah. mercy stuff yeah well that was when too that was when the other
0: countries were sending their pros over still yeah. too except for new zealand who probably didn't have any i'm assuming i don't know how many pro hockey leagues there are in the inaugural season it's here it is mate
1: oh, it's cold just
0: figuring it out i don't like this sport it's
1: not good are we go back to cricket mate i don't like it so uh
0: you know eighty seven, eighty eight for pittsburgh <laughs> kevin steven play, stevens plays in five games uh, or i'm sorry plays in 16 games he has five goals wow. and two assists all so right. not bad i mean they're just throwing him out there seeing how he looks with the seeing how he looks with the big club that's all that's yeah. what they do kind of a like in baseball a september call up mm-hmm. let's see if he can you know see if he looks like he, he belongs hitting big league pitching you know yeah. no big deal uh, so uh eighty eight, eighty nine though is kind of his rookie year His real rookie year here uh he plays in twenty four games, twelve goals, three assists, and uh, that's that's not that's good mm-hmm. for that. That's what they're looking for out of him, and people liked him also. I mean, was a teammate of him says, "quote uh, uh, Well, they're talk about how he was so friendly, and he was loud, and he had jokes, yeah. but in a positive way, and people liked him. Oh. He, he was bringing some happy jokes." Some energy to the yeah. locker room, and they like that. Uh, they said that he was, you know, beloved by people. Uh, uh, one of his teammates said, "Quote: Kevin's dad was just like him. He was a bundle of joy." Wow. So it's like that. His teammates started calling him Artie. Because, uh, because they said they met his dad and they were so alike, that's why they started calling him oh, Artie, okay. uh, too. Because they were like, Jesus, you guys are, you're just younger Artie. Okay. Big, giant, yeah. loud, booming guy who everybody likes there. So, uh, um, so everybody called him Artie. That's it. And, uh, you know, that sort of thing. He says that, uh, uh, Mario Lemieux says how important he was to the team. He says, quote, he was the party of the room every game. Ah. He made it fun for everybody to come to the rink. Artie the party. Artie the party. Hell the, yeah. They, they want to come and yeah, it's a f- he makes practice fun. Yeah. He's breaking balls and he's shouting out. It's not just a, a dread, not just a, if Tom Brady was running it, let's All just right. say, you know, something like that. Imagine a New England practice, oh, how joyless that fuck. is. Fuck. Just how joyless a Wednesday afternoon New England fucking practices.
1: Is. This is the hardest uh, uh, six million dollars I've ever <laughs> earned. <laughs> just
0: still sore from Sunday, yeah. and everybody just puss faced like this week too, and they lost to Baltimore. Right. It's just yeah, yeah. everyone's going to be so grumpy.
1: They're going into the bye this week, right? I don't I think they know. play I, next I, week. I, I, Either way, Gronkowski retired, and d- d- if it was fun, there's there's no oh, way that that man's forever. quitting. He's he a party. Yeah, doesn't care. Whole- he
0: doesn't care how many concussions he has. No. He doesn't know where the hell he is anyway. No. <laughs> the hell's he giving he a said, shit?
1: He said uh, "yo soy fiesta" into a fucking microphone, which means "I am party." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even,
0: it's not really yeah. terrible. It's just terrible. I heard a Spanish word. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My point is that he's a fun guy, and if that shit was fun. He'd still be there. He'd be hanging around. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's like yeah, fucking Brady's boring.
1: I'm, I'm fucking Gronkowski. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm everything to this city. It's no me shit. and Tom Brady. That's it. They were, That's what you got. Uh, if it wasn't, if it was fun, he'd stick around. I, I guarantee I, I
0: it. Totally agree with you there. Uh, now he in in eighty nine March nineteen eighty nine Kevin Stevens wins the rookie of the month award oh. for the NHL, mm-hmm. which is good. They have a rookie of the month every month. It's encouraging. I, I like that. That's encouraging. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, show what rookies are starting to, yeah. to
1: pick it up. Showcase some people. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, they always have like the you know the player of the week and player yeah. of the month and all that type of shit. It's rarely a rookie. It's rarely <laughs> a rookie, but this is a special rookie of the month award yeah, here. I like that. Uh, also, in eighty nine ninety, he has four fights. Oh, which is nice. I like, uh, that. We like talking about the fights, obviously, and uh, we always do here. And this is when his career really picks up. Eighty nine ninety, not only on the ice, but uh, like his team, not only him but his team eighty nine ninety he plays in 76 games so now he's a regular part of the team 29 goals 41 assists right. playing next to mario lemieux that's the thing he gets to come in yeah. and play next to mario lemieux right which is toss the puck to that guy and you got yourself yeah, an assist that's what i mean 41 assists yeah. you're gonna just get by accident playing Absolutely. next to lemieux just the puck bouncing off your your stick every right. once in a while and not to take anything away from no, him because no, no. he also had, had you know 29 goals mm-hmm. which Lemieux or not, that's pretty impressive. Uh no, he's a great player, but I mean it just helps yeah. to come into the league to not have to have all eyes on you yeah. because the guy in the middle is the guy everybody's looking he's at. One of the best players ever. Yeah, and it'll take some pressure off of you and allows you to kind of blossom, I right. feel like. Uh,
1: and also, I mean, those twenty nine goals, he probably got those based on uh, a lot of attention paid to oh, Lemieux. That so helps yeah. wide open. He's I mean, the second receiver. Right. He's, he's like Scotty Pippen. Yeah, it's he's the second option that's yeah. you're gonna be less
0: covered. And mm-hmm. uh, and he took you have to be a great player player to take advantage of it and he absolutely does uh 90 91, he uh he plays in 80 games has 40 goals 46 assists uh-huh. 86 points which is awesome also by the way 89 90 171 penalty minutes oh boy which is hefty he did some goonery. Uh, oh yeah well just he's not going to take any shit uh-huh. there's, and especially any anytime, oh, and you got you to protect lemieux i mean there's a there's back then they they would bring in different thugs all the time yeah. i remember they brought in mcsorley around this time sure. who's the ultimate that's enforcer thought, yeah. yeah. Uh guys like that. But he he if if you got a Lemieux or a Gretzky or a guy like that, uh-huh. you everybody has to protect yeah. him at all times Sydney because Crosby people are looking for fuck to take shots absolutely. at absolutely. Period. Yeah. That's all there is to it. You got to, especially like a Gretzky because he was so small. Oh. Lemieux a big fucking guy, yeah. but Gretzky was a skinny little shit. Right. He wasn't a you know.
1: Sidney Crosby isn't that big either.
0: No, they're just yeah. You you got to protect them. You yeah. have to know that if you take a cheap shot on that guy, Marty McSorley's going to hit you in the teeth with a stick right. the next time he sees you. And I'll take I'll I'll do the minutes standing on my head. They don't care. That's what yeah. they're job is i don't care if put, i don't play again for this game yeah, put fear in hearts right. that's it as long as you're missing a tooth for hitting my boy that's it that's all it is here uh so yeah he he starts really picking it up at this point 90-91 he gets to play in the all-star game uh in the playoffs he has the most goals in the playoffs really with 17 in 90-91
1: that seems like a lot
0: that's a lot 17 yeah. in the playoffs wow. i mean the play- hockey playoffs are long oh, but yeah, still yeah. Yeah. um there's and, seven game series right yeah they're yeah. seven game pittsburgh goes all the way to win the stanley cup championship year so they become champions and uh yeah it's a a a huge deal i mean that's a obviously and especially for pittsburgh which is such a great sports town fuck yeah they love their sports how much
1: do they love their sports every team has the same color scheme and their whole city are those fucking colors and
0: everybody is on board yeah there's no there's no dissension they in those ranks. They We're all on board yeah. with anything we produce. Right. Which, when you go to Pittsburgh, you get it. Yeah. Because you pop out of that tunnel, mm-hmm. and there's the city. Right. And it's like, there's like all everything's hills there. around it. And yeah. it's just like this this little thing <laughs> right. that you, you know, it's all that's there. And yeah. then it's mountains around it and, and farms and right. shit. And so it's... it's
1: for, you feel like you belong for a second. Yeah.
0: Even if you don't even live yeah, there. He, that's what I mean. That's the type of place Pittsburgh is. And sports-wise, uh, it's the same deal. And they they wanted. They, they love hockey there. It's a cold-weather place. Yeah. They want the the Penguins to be good, oh. especially with the Flyers were so good in the 70s mm-hmm. and all that. It's like mm-hmm. now they have like the little brother syndrome with yeah. all this shit. And uh, But uh, Pittsburgh beats the Devils, the Capitals, and then his hometown team, Boston, uh, in the playoffs. And then they square off against Minnesota, yeah. the North Stars, Hell when that yeah. was still a oh. team before they moved to Dallas oh, yeah. and became the South Stars, I guess. Yeah,
1: that's stupid. I think they're just the they're Stars. The stars. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They're not yeah.
0: the South Stars. But right. you can't be the North Stars in Dallas. Like I don't know.
1: <laughs> we're North Texas, technically. Right, I mean, stars has a
0: little bit of some,
1: yeah, <laughs> some racial tinge to that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not great
0: here. So, Jesus Christ. They won the series in 6 games. Kevin Stevens says, quote, it was the first for a lot of us and uh first for uh, for the city. As an athlete as a hockey player, you work so hard to reach a certain point and I got to experience the pinnacle. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, good for you, dude. I mean, that's that's awesome here. Uh uh and the on the during the playoffs he had 17 goals and 16 assists. That's unbelievable. Which is great. Uh fantastic. He was third in in scoring behind Lemieux and uh-huh. uh uh, yeah. So uh, Lemieux said about him, quote, he was one of the best, if not the best power forwards for a few years. He developed into this beast who could skate, hit and shoot. He had all the tools to be the best we- the best left winger, which I think he was for a few years in the NHL. How about that? Well, that's Lemieux saying that about yeah. you. That's high praise yeah. from a guy who, you know, not only is an all time great, but also, you know, owns a team right. as well. Yeah. So his decisions matter.
1: And my God, he's never said anything like that about me. No. What a dick. I mean, he really should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey mario yeah, if you're fucking where, listening where you at you son of a bitch i mean dude, send a tweet <laughs> something i mean give me some encouragement here i'm trying we're trying no tweets
1: this week except for lemieux i just that's want, what I lemieux. want that's right <laughs>
0: lemieux or nobody mario we were coming for you 91 92 here he plays in 80 games 54 goals 69 assists oh. 123 points that oh. is crushing crushing he's a first team all-star and all that sort of thing uh obviously because that's just awesome uh just absolutely destroying it and uh pittsburgh goes all the way through to win the national the stanley cup uh, championship one more time there, wow which is not too shabby he's got two of them he's got two at this point here uh that off season they give him a 1.3 million dollar a year contract okay. as well uh and
1: oh they got it up the salary he's on top sport. of the world yeah.
0: that's in the early 90s yeah. now they get paid a lot more okay. but that's 1.3 million a season in the early 90s they were a couple of years behind okay. baseball then in the Late 90s, the salaries went out of control. And then they went, hey, we can't pay people $80 million. Nobody watches this. (laughs) We're on the fucking Outdoor Life Network. Do you understand that? We're fucking barely a sport. It's like us and then we're fighting with lacrosse to keep the interest to be the eighth most popular sport in the country. It's us
1: and women's soccer. That's way more popular.
0: (laughs) Way more popular. That's the fucked up part. It's crazy. Hockey's and, and, a great sport, and it's yeah. fun to watch, and no one cares. Nobody gives a shit. The people who do care care a lot. Oh, boy, do they. And the people who don't care go, what are they doing now? They have no idea even what's
1: happening. It's kind That's of, frozen, it's, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they ice skate. It's
1: very similar with both of them. Either you love it or you hate it. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's not even that you just don't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like the sport. I really enjoy it. I just don't know shit about it. That's the thing. I know people you know that know the it. sport, and they're like, "This is fucking." And stupid it's yeah and it gets it's pretty much what it is <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good point <laughs> Can't argue with you, no. Though, Jimmy. I it's just tough can't. to argue with that. I just can't. That's good logic. It's that's just that's there's <laughs> it's just a sound dumb logic. It, 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 that's pretty much what sports is in general, too. I've noticed in, in this country is that you either fucking really enjoy it or you really don't care. Yeah, it's not well, even it's like you, anything. It's not even that you, you really, hate it. It's you that really you just enjoy
0: Game of Thrones care. or you don't. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You really enjoy. Nobody hates Game of Thrones, though. People I'm annoyed just don't by give it. a fuck. Yeah. I, know know. I, mean? I saw an episode of it. I didn't like it at all. You I just was didn't aggressively care. annoyed by it. Oh, really? You hated I was, it? <laughs> I was just very annoyed by it. I was like, what are you trying to pull off here? (laughs) This is like some weird... It's like one of those weird covers of a fucking romance novel come to life, and we're all supposed to pretend this is like cinema now? Fuck out of here with that shit. (laughs) There's dragons. Okay, and then what? Now, this is my fault, too. I have a thing where as soon as something reaches a realm of outside of my bubble of could be possible, I tune out. (laughs) I tune out. Sorry, Lord of the Rings. I hate that <laughs> shit. I hate Star Wars. Yeah. I hate anything that's that can't plausibly happen. So you have to suspend disbelief way too fucking much. I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it. Or like, if it's like a ghost movie and a giant monster doesn't pop out, but someone thinks there's ghosts or something, okay, yeah. because that could be in their head and I can make that work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, whatever. I don't know anything about it. Maybe there's ghosts. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> Either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't... Yeah. It's, but when it's... You're pretty sure there's no dragons, so. though. No, but when there's a man literally sitting next to a six-foot-two fucking dog thing flying through space, and he talks to him and the thing goes and he goes well, I know dude blah, blah, blah. I, I'm out I'm fucking out I'm out I'm sorry you're 20 galaxies get- away eat my shit I hate you
1: and he's got some sort of fucking quip to go yeah. with it and so he understands this thing and that thing understands him but we're yeah. not let in on what the fuck's happening that's the thing Forrest, we're watching this
0: Forrest Gump yeah. by the third historical event he was just at I'm done <laughs> fuck you i was in on the story of a fucking slow kid with bad legs who's trying to make some of himself and his mom's willing to fuck people to get him education i'm on board with that but then when he's in the middle of every goddamn historical event just with a stupid face looking at huh? what's happening i don't even know i'm here in the middle of history and i don't even know if i have to poop or not i can't fucking take it that's not real i'm sorry it can't happen No, he didn't do all that. No one did. (laughs) But the soundtrack. (laughs) But the soundtrack. But the CCR on there, guys. We all want to hear Fortunate Son for the 7th trillionth
1: time. (laughs) jesus christ i loved that that example of why to watch the movie the soundtrack is amazing <laughs> soundtrack. i mean wait till now that's what i call music 95 yeah, yeah, it's all going to be on there don't worry a
0: classic rock radio station <laughs> is that what you mean they recorded literally two hours of a classic right. rock radio station and, and then edited
1: it. out uh, uh jumping jack <laughs> flash saying and now yeah. ccr <laughs> and edited out some guy going "Hey, yeah,
0: ccr will be at the county fair this weekend <laughs> Well, not CCR, but John Fogarty by himself. It's all right. Come down and see him. He'll be signing autographs from three he's to four. He's going to sing all the hits. And he's going to sing all the hits, including his own, which you won't have to listen to. He'll sing the good ones first, he said. He can said. fucking he promises. walk out. He promised. Once he... <laughs> once he starts playing put me in coach you're allowed to leave that's how that works (laughs) as soon as you're allowed to leave at that point you can go home
1: and he'll understand he'll uh, he'll wave from stage as he's (laughs) saying
0: look at me and he's waving have a good one everybody have a good night i could be in everybody drive safe all right everybody have a good one
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, poor John. <laughs> he oh, knows. fuck him. He sold he so many albums. He
0: fucking knows. He's sitting in a goddamn uh, castle somewhere. He can eat shit, bitch. too. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him and Forrest Gump. <laughs>
1: Fuck him, Forrest Gump, and county fairs. And I'm county out. fairs. I'm out. I'm fucking out. Not I'm happening. done with those shits, too. Oh, Deep absolutely. fry this dick. No, I'm, I'm out. Not I'm not happening. coming ever again. Nope.
0: So uh, 1990, by the way, he marries his high school or his college sweetheart. Okay. He met her. I uh, met Suzanne. Suzanne Panuto. Oh. Got herself an Italian girl there. Is <laughs> hey.
1: Italian for pussy?
0: <laughs> it's
1: Italian. For, I'm going to go hit that Panuto, you It's know Italian what I mean.
0: for nice piece of ass right there. And she's got a slice of pizza in her hand. That's a real panudo. That's a nice piece. It's a nice piece
1: of pizza and ass. Both. I'm not gonna lie. Both. I saw some some police squad there. That's a nice piece. Oh, this one. Oh, this one. Yeah. It's pepperoni. It's pepperoni.
0: And then her ass is hanging out All as well.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> so that's the joke.
1: You get it. <laughs> oh, well, I understand. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> Suzanne will put up with quite a lot of shit yeah. over here, and they get married in 1990. Mm-hmm. So they meet in 1984. Are together once he's established in the league in 1990. They get married, and I guess he feels like at that point he's ready to be married and yeah. whatever. Uh, so, uh, she was born same year as him. Uh, she's one of two kids. Uh, so you know, her, her, uh, she graduated from uh, Boston College as well in 1987. Okay. So same kind of path, very Boston centric life. Absolutely, that's that's really what it is. It's there, it's it's a it's a it's it's Jack and Diane New England style, <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> an angry Jack and Diane. Yeah. Picture Mellencamp if he was just really an angry dude. <laughs> and shitting seafood. Oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just shitting constantly. So, 91, 90, or 92, 93, he also makes the All-Star game again. He's the second team All-Star that year. Uh, uh, but he gets to go anyway. Uh, this year as well. Uh, by the way, before we get into this, he has a lot of hat tricks through this. Really? He has 12 hat tricks. Through, and, and a lot of them are through this period. Uh, in nineteen 1990, he has one. In 91, he has one, two, three. Four, so that's five for the ninety one our ninety ninety one season. He's got it's a lot of hat tricks, yeah. three goals in a game. If you right. don't uh, have know anything about, and then, then the
1: hats go onto the ice. And then, it's yeah, awesome uh, at
0: Philly in ninety one in November. He had four goals. He had four goals at Boston, wow. which is his home homecoming, home yeah. which is pretty cool uh, in a playoff game. Wow, you, that's awesome. Uh, in May of two ninety two. Four in a game. Four in a game, which is not bad. And the score was five one. Four of them were his. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so he scored. Four of the six goals. That's yeah, crazy. That's pretty dominant there. Wow. Uh, also scored four against Hartford in 1992 in uh, September or October. So he's he's capable of scoring like crazy, and he's capable of a lot. He's just really goddamn good at this point. The top, top notch at this point. He says after he signs the contract, the big contract, $1.3 a year, which, make no mistake, in sports, now that sounds like shit. And you hear quarterbacks signing $120 million contracts. Baseball players have $300 Three? million.
1: $100 million. million.
0: But in 1992, wow. in hockey, $1. $1.3 a year was considered a pretty, pretty goddamn good, mm. good salary. He'd have to
1: play fucking 300 seasons
0: yeah. to get paid when Bryce Harper got paid. Well, well we we went over. Can you imagine <laughs> that? 300 God years damn it. and skating out there oh, so rickety <laughs> so rickety well if you think about it we did doc gooden getting the highest paid contract uh, he was like fourth highest right. paid pitcher though and uh, that was 92 mm-hmm. and that was baseball and he made like four and a half million a year right so you know and baseball's about three times as popular back then so uh, that makes sense mm-hmm. for the you know mathematically so lots of uh, hat tricks for him. In 1992-93, the Pittsburgh media, uh, they ha- they give out an award every year to their favorite, I guess, athlete to hang out with. Yeah. It's the Pittsburgh Good Guy Award. Oh, Jesus. The Good Guy oh, Award.
1: i going to eat crow with that
0: one. Oh, boy. 92-93, <laughs> Kevin Stevens receives the Pittsburgh Good Guy Award. <laughs> And that's grace, everybody. <laughs> that's grace. How many times have I they even need to grow that? with that? Yeah. How uh, many
1: times have they given the hey, good guy award to
0: a piece of shit? Let's wait till somebody just retires. <laughs> Maybe like when they're on their deathbed.
1: We're doing this a little
0: early, right? <laughs> He'll get cancer eventually, then we'll give it to him. <laughs> we'll make him feel good, because otherwise... It's not going to work. There's
1: way too much opportunity for him to not be a good guy. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. He could really. He's got a lot of time left. He, he just came in the league. He
1: got the good guy award.
0: Good guy award. Which is, I don't know if any of our athletes have ever gotten that that literal of a the good guy award. He's just a good guy.
1: He hasn't even done anything wrong yet. No. This show is called Crime and Sports. Oh, yeah. Maybe this oh, award does it to him. Yeah, no, that's what. It, well, it might
0: as well. When I well, two things happen simultaneously uh-huh. is the problem for Kevin Stevens here. Uh, two bad things happen at once. Yeah. Uh, he has a horrible injury, which we'll talk about. Oh boy. Very bad head injury. Oh no. Uh, on the ice. And he discovers cocaine oh, within hell yeah. a few months of each other. Oh shit. So that's a bad cocktail <laughs> to find. Good guy. This is right he's he's still got the good guy award <laughs> under his arm. As he, he, you know what he did? He laid it down on the table and broke up his lines <laughs> yeah. on, on the good guy award is what he did Did he slip him, leaving the ice off it
1: and then smash that good guy award into his own face. Uh, that would have
0: been, <laughs> well, he did discover cocaine in 93 though. Mm-hmm. He said though, uh, he said he was at a party in New York city. He's 28 years old. Yep. He said he hadn't really touched drugs or did anything like that. He's just, you know, hockey guy has beers. Yeah, yeah. Those hockey guys drink beer lots a lot of yeah. beer they like beer yeah. and they can put it away in great volume right. it's a we I don't know what it is they all have giant heads and can just suck beers down like nobody's business
1: it's a <laughs> it's a really interesting subculture they've got like a uh, uh, every one of them get a St. Bernard with a keg on its back yeah on its back right. it's gotta be a whole keg right so no pony keg under the chin no 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 this goes on his back. <laughs> a little thing of rum
0: or anything like that so he said that it was just he's at a party and people were doing it and he was just kind of uh the way he put it, quote, it was a thirty second decision late at night. It activated this thing. Yeah.
1: That's not good. It's called addiction, sir. Yeah. Well
0: (laughs) some people are predisposed to certain things and when they find them they go, That's
1: the answer. Like
0: literally their body has been
1: Oh shit, I've been looking (laughs) at this forever. It's
0: weird. Yeah. Yeah. It fits their little their whole whatever the, however their shit is laid out mm-hmm. their circuit board yeah. that's the that's the plug-in that they were looking for yeah. and it, it reacts well all the all the christmas lights go on
1: it's like christmas vacation yeah, i
0: was just seeing it that's the yeah when
1: clark gets that plug-in and <laughs> she sparks beverly light. d'angelo flips the switch
0: yeah that's there what the sparks go and it lights up that's look on his geek face geek 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 yeah. geek geek. wham
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what it is no <laughs> And that's how he describes it, too. He says, quote, it builds and builds and builds until something happens. (laughs) Just like the slow motion plugs coming together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He said, if you don't have a solution to fix it, it's going to get you. That's what addiction does. It's not a kind thing. No, And he is right about that. He said, quote, addiction ruined my hockey career. It didn't affect it. It ruined it. Yeah. So he uh, sees this shit that oh, it's, yeah. uh, it lets later on. Obviously. He, he can count it right back to. There it is. That decision to do <laughs> oh, yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I did that. Uh,
0: but there's also another thing that doesn't help any, and this is the thing that really kind of sends his hockey career kind of spinning out more than cocaine. I feel like he could have he could have scored a hundred points a year for a couple more years yeah. just just with the cocaine. Uh, but there's a problem. In May of 1993, uh, he is hit very very hard by Rich Pelon of the Islanders uh-huh. here, and uh, it's so bad it knocks Kevin out. The hit. And he falls to the ice unconscious and smashes his face on the ice. Oh no! That's the the, the yeah. That's the thing about this. You see quarterbacks who have helmets on right. land on grass right and they'll knock them unconscious dirt and shit like soft. that. And dirt's even and they even make that grass a little cushy. Right. That's a lot of time. It's the turfy grass. Yeah. There's a thing of cushion. Oh, under I've that. seen it. I've yeah. seen how they, they like how they cut it, it and they
1: have the layers and shit where yeah. there's like it's, sand and then some yeah. foam and then it's some, meant some fucking
0: dirt to be right. not not rock hard but not soft enough to where you're gonna blow your knee out right. either but when you land on it's supposed to have a little bit of 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 you know impact For, right Some forgiveness forgive and give ice has none zero concrete zero. it's fucking concrete It's solid yeah. ice. when you see guys fall unconscious that's so fucking dangerous then yeah. because their head is just gonna if you hit your face which oh. isn't protected by your helmet god damn it pow you're on the ground and uh he was a mess. They had to rebuild his face from scratch.
2: Fuck.
0: He basically had the shattered. It. The shattered. He had the, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, if you remember Brutus beefcake, remember yeah. Brutus the barber yeah. beefcake. Yeah. He was in a parasailing accident <gasps> where he was, uh, somebody was, some, a girl was coming in on a parasail no. and he was like trying to catch her or something. She put her knees up. Oh
1: God, Jesus. And he what was, the she was fuck, coming man.
0: in at such force and wailed him in the face. Destroyed his entire face. They oh had to build his god. face. The paramedics who got there had to. They couldn't f- find where his mouth was supposed to be. To
1: give him mouth to mouth.
0: No, to open it so he could breathe. Oh my god! So they had to stick their hand in and hold the mouth hole open oh so he could get air. Basically, that's how fucking he was just a pile of mush. And uh, <laughs> this is the same type of injury here. It's. It's. I mean, they said they had to rebuild his face from scratch. He was just yeah. completely. It's probably the same goddamn doctors if. You know, you would hope. probably not a
1: lot of people rebuilding, you know, right. mushed faces. So right. if one guy did a There's good only job. There's a few. There's him, that chick that got eaten by the fucking orangutan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the early in the
0: 90s. Brutus. You know, there's probably Ugh. Brutus and Kevin Stevens. Get the guy who did that wrestler guy. He's, right. He looks normal now. Ugh, uh, did you see
1: that lady that got ripped up by the yeah, yeah, chimp? Yeah, yeah. I that think was, she just died recently, that was A, a chimp it's injury so is a different up, thing.
0: man. There was no tearing with this. I mean, it, that, right, right, right. That's all torn. Chunks take torn uh, out of her skin. And her shit, whole face. Yeah, that's a different. Oh, my God. That's a totally different deal here. Uh, so they had to reconstruct his face. Mm. Most of his bones are completely shattered. I'm all of his facial bones. They had to put metal plates all over his face. Which was the same thing they did with Brutus Beefcake. Whoa. They put plates in all over his face. But once they got it all together, that same thing they told Beefcake, they were like, you're all, your face is fucking metal now. Like, yeah. it's not really like you're not right. going to hurt it again. It's all right. You're made of you're basically bionic, you're bionic in, the, in the face. Fuck. You have a bionic face you now. You
1: are a robocop. But
0: he had an insane concussion from yeah, this, obviously, because sure. he was knocked out and then right. again. So that's, I mean, two oh, huge God. blows. So that's a huge brain injury.
1: Mush to face and then slammed all your body weight on that mushy face
0: it's not good man on
1: on concrete he got hit in the head and then he
0: fell on his face so yeah on on concrete on his face uh so yeah he was a mess and during this time he gets really into prescription Mm painkillers as i'm gonna go ahead and say this i think most people would probably have a problem with painkillers after something like this after something where you have to have so many it's not one surgery this is constant surgeries all the on time. Pills, on,
1: like a, yeah. on, on times yeah. that you have to take they, them.
0: They do a surgery here to right. fix this, and they're going to work on this later, right. and then they're going to work on your nose, yeah. they're going to work on your eye socket. Eventually,
1: your body's just going to be like, yeah, okay, I need
0: that shit. You're in constant pain, yeah. so they're going to they're going to keep you on these painkillers for months, and mm-hmm. there's no way, as a human, to not be addicted to them physically if the you're, you're on them for months. Right. It's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, so he says about this whole thing, he says he remembers taking a penalty early in the first period, and then joining the play when that time. Expired, he says he remembers skating hard toward the Islanders' corner. He said that he hit Pilon with a with a check, uh, and uh, as he went to play the puck, and he said Stevens came up under Pilon when he checked him, and their heads collided. <sighs> And the other guy flew backwards into the boards and Stevens just was unconscious. Oh, the way it hit shit. his head, he just went unconscious and then just fell on his face. And that was that.
1: I wonder what on feels.
0: Like shit. He's they became, got to. they became really good friends after I'm this sure time. they did. They were like tight. They were ended yeah. up on the same team. Cause and that doesn't sound
1: like, that's not a fight. You know what I mean? Oh, no, the, no. This wasn't, no. this is just
0: yeah. a good hockey play right. that, their heads happened to collide by accident. Mm. And one guy got hurt. It's not no one's mad at anybody on this play. Yeah. It was there was an attempted clean play. Yeah. You know, two guys playing hockey. The, right. You hit you hit a hockey player good in the boards, they'll go good hit. Sure, that's sure. what they'll say. Yeah. I mean, that's just a After they get up. After they get, get up, up. up. Good hit. Right. I mean, it's one of those things. It's and that's kind of how hockey is too. Yeah. It's a it's not one of those things where you go out oh, you hit like a bitch. Someone hits you good, you go, Hey, good hit there, right. pal. You know, it's yeah. just it's a friendlier not friendly, but it's it's a I don't know what it is. It's, it's a, a
1: it's a respect. There's a it, respect
0: about it. There's That's a respect for
1: playing that game yeah. and doing it for very little money. <laughs> Back then, yeah. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Way to go. Way to fucking really make me earn it today. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Face on the fucking ice.
0: So, but they became very good friends and uh they said later on that they started hanging out more than anybody else on the team did. Yeah. They ended up being like, you know, real real tight. Uh which makes sense. So, uh the uh Glenn Healy, who's the Islanders' goalie, he said, quote, he wasn't able to brace himself. Uh his face smashed on the ice like an eggshell. It was like someone took a hammer and crushed his skull. Oh, god Jesus. That is fucking horrific. That's a tough quote. That is like an egg, Terrible. James. Like an egg. Oh, boy. Face. Yeah. Like an egg. Uh, his nose was broken and twisted to the side. Orbital bone busted. Forehead was completely shattered. Uh, shattered forehead. forehead. So hard. Year before, people punch themselves in the fort. James, people use it as a fucking weapon. They use it as a weapon. They bash beer cans on yeah. it. They headbutt walls right. with it and shit. They headbutt people. He, he fucking crushed, shattered his shattered forehead. It. I've never heard of a uh, shattered uh, uh, forehead over anything but a. Even in all the times we've done small town murder yeah. and done this and people getting hit with fucking hammers right. and bats and everything else, never heard of a shattered forehead outside of a gunshot wound. Right. With, uh, shattering it a forehead. It takes a bullet. It takes a bullet his his was forehead was shattered he was carried off the ice on a stretcher went to the hospital nine metal plates used to reconstruct his forehead uh his nose also had to rebuilt they uh he had brain damage after that they uh he had severe trauma to his uh uh, frontal lobe and uh so at that point they don't know how that's going to affect you because it'll affect your decision making your impulse control and all that sort of shit he might recover fine he might be in the bank one day and just decide I'm going to break this guy's neck next to me because I can't fucking he's just annoying me yeah. you don't know you the know frontal what I mean
1: lobe is where all your all your decision stuff is that, yeah. that's a smart place for it to be because you're always protecting your face you know what I mean that's true yeah Unless the back of the head out. you
0: can't see Yeah, you can't see anybody coming <laughs> yeah. with that shit so they said their their doctors were really concerned about how this would affect his cognitive ability yeah. would he be able to function as a person even is he going to be able to do things right. and remember where he. Is and know where the store is and yeah. little things like that, you know, and life stuff. Yeah, this is not not nothing to do with hockey. No, this is will he be a human being <laughs> right. that's able to take care of himself?
1: Will his body be able to yeah. remember? I don't know. Fucking breathe today.
0: You know what your kids' names are? Right. Shit like that. Breathe is good. Uh, his teammates visited him a couple days later. There, they said his head was swollen, tubes coming out of everywhere. He was in the hospital for more than a month. <laughs> more than a month. Pumping him full of painkillers sure. while he's in the hospital because yeah. he's got a horrible injury. a brain swelling. If anyone needs painkillers, yeah. it's this guy there right now. Yeah. Like, this is what they're there for right. to keep people from jumping out a fucking 10th story window <laughs> from the pain. Uh, so it's, it's rough. Uh, Mario Lemieux said, quote, It's really unfortunate that after he got injured against the Islanders, his life went in a different direction. He came out of it after a few months and resumed his career, but he was never the same. Yeah. And that describes him too. As a player, he just never,
1: Get the fuck out of here! Never he the same to guy. Try to keep playing. Oh,
0: he plays for years. Wow. He plays for another seven years, but uh, he's never the same guy again. That is nuts. It's it is it's crazy, uh, and his production goes from you know forty something goals to a year to fifteen. Yeah. He just he just he's not the same guy anymore. It's 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 sad. It really is. Uh, Mark uh, uh, Mark Recke, one of his close friends and teammates he says quote we know what he was like when he wasn't addicted we know what type of person he is we know that was controlling him you always stick with a guy like that he's such a tremendous person and a wonderful teammate so no matter what he does all of his teammates will always kind of have his back and people like him to the point where they're like yeah but he's a good guy he's a real good guy you just gotta you know help him uh he tried to hide the drug use from his teammates you're not gonna it's not going to work. It's hard. Well, on the road, he would sneak away from mm-hmm. team outings. Everybody's yeah. out at the bar. Why well, are you always out? Everyone's there for an hour at the bar, and you know everyone's doing their own thing. And after a while, they just don't notice that where'd Kevin slip off to? Uh-huh. You know, oh, maybe he went back to the room. Whatever. Nope. Okay. he's going to score drugs. Of course. Uh, that's where he. That's where he is. He says, "Quote: I'm hanging out in the worst places in town, doing things that those people do. When you need to find things that are illegal, you go to illegal places." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's out looking for drugs on the street mm-hmm. while his teammates are you know, talking about hockey Gross. and putting back a few beers and it's a different le- lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, he said, sometimes he would search all night. If they were in a strange city, he'd be searching all night and then he'd show up at the, at the arena without sleeping. So you're not going to score three goals a game. If you're yeah. not sleeping no. before the game, like mm-hmm. you need some rest for hockey, especially if you're like, I'd really love some crack boy. I'm exhausted. <laughs> not going to be your best game. Probably no. if you gave him crack, he'd probably have a great game. <laughs> monster out there so they said he looked terrible he was looking ragged people's like could, a drug addict like you know someone who's <laughs> doing drugs right. constantly painkillers and coke and shit like that yeah. uh teammates started to notice also he's playing like shit mm-hmm. that's the thing if he was continuing to score 45 goals a year i don't think anybody would have noticed no. they'd be like well, i don't know maybe it just looks weird when he gets older he's fucking killing it on also the, ice. the man's face was smashed that's the other thing uh, who
1: knows that's that, the other who thing. knows how
0: he's gonna age with that and you just the whole thing of that just that trauma maybe put a couple years on, right. uh, more on his on his on this whole deal. On the I old mean, noggin? I mean, the, the whole face is going to look weird. <laughs> on the old noggin. Yeah, you know, maybe that's what it is. Uh he, he just looked bad. He said uh he thought everything was fine, though. They would talk to him. Hey, you all right? What's going yeah. on? He's like, oh, I'm great. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm fine. He said he was just having fun. He said he didn't even think about any addiction at that point. He just thought he was out having a good time. Yeah. Partying. Because that's another thing, too. He hadn't been doing this since he was 16, so this is still relatively new to him. This is like, he's not tired of it yet. He's yeah. just, just getting into it. And he's losing he, track of time, too. He's he going,
1: oh, you can smoke it, right, too? Yeah. Oh, I've just been snorting <laughs> at the salt. It works faster? <laughs> okay. Let's try it. He's also got to realize that time is probably clicking by fast, and he's going to get to a point really rapidly where he looks back and goes, oh, my God, I have been doing this yeah. for fucking nine years. It's been
0: a long fucking time. It goes tonight. fast. It's the thing, yeah. that's You're on a, on a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, everybody said he wasn't this big, gregarious, jovial cat anymore. Yeah, he was just turned into this like kind of. He's more tired because uh-huh. he wasn't sleeping. Yeah, He'd show up not... So it's hard to have energy. Uh, they said is just physically he wasn't the same guy. Um, he just started to. Started to not have the solidness of of a hockey player and shit like that. That
1: shit will disintegrate your muscles. That's the thing. Especially your
0: And yeah, and especially you're not eating properly, you're not sleeping properly, your body doesn't react well to that, especially then if you're going to go play a professional fucking sport. Along with other men who take this shit serious. Who slept last night and worked out.
1: (laughs) And And had a a nutritious, hearty meal. And on a
0: two-week crack binge. (laughs) So, you know, they're going to probably play better than you. (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing that he could even do anything. Honestly, it's fucking incredible. Who
1: slept last you know, night?
0: <laughs> Little things like that. It's just small details, right. like sleeping and shit. You know, not a, not a big deal here. So, and even his family and friends notice this shit. They notice that he's. Just a different kind of guy. He's distant. He's yeah. not the same happy self. They heard uh, at one point also he starts kind of missing practices here and there too. for well,
1: That's gonna happen. He's
0: got excuses. That's and, gonna come fast. And they also they kind of give him a little leeway because if he had that injury and because right. he's known as such a hard worker and a good guy and yeah. everything like that, if he says he needs to miss practice for a personal reason, blah blah blah, he must really need to miss practice. Yeah. So at first you need that guy in the locker room. We'll yeah. give him some rest. At first you you go along with that because uh-huh. you trust a guy, right. but then after. after. After a while, if the guy's a drug addict, that's something that he can do now. And then you go, oh my God, he's taking advantage of it. After a while, yeah, what the hell's going on? Uh, August 2nd, 1995, Pittsburgh's had enough Mm -hmm. and they're not enthralled with him anymore and they trade him to Boston. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Never go home. Remember that? Well, (laughs) he has no choice. He's sent home, literally. They forced him. Not great. They forced his hand. Yeah, and especially at this point, they're thinking he still has high trade value because everyone's looking at him you know and his slower play going well yeah he's coming back from that injury right. but he's going to be back all the way eventually and then you know 45 goals a game right so there's a like,
1: going away gift? Did they adopt a kid and name him junior for him, him yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait till later so I got a good one so he's traded by uh, to Boston by Pittsburgh he's traded with Sean Mc, uh, McEachorn yeah uh, for Glenn, yeah he's like yeah, yeah I, I, know, I know him. know like, yeah, yeah. 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 we're, we're best buds <laughs> for Glenn Murray and Brian Smolinski I think you nailed <laughs> i think i got smolinski i think i got it probably perfect yeah s-m-o-l inski yeah, that's, that's i got that that's it and uh and a third round draft choice here yeah. uh so it's supposed to be a fresh start mm-hmm. and he's looking forward he's the he's the local hero yeah. man he's from there he's gonna go and uh he only lasts 40 games in oh, boston though no. They only keep him around for 40 games. Uh, in Pittsburgh, like I said, is in 94-95, he had uh, 27 games played. He had 15 goals, 12 yeah. assists. And then uh, uh, total uh, for Boston, he plays in 41
1: games. He has 10 goals and 13 assists. How much of a fucking disappointment do you got to be for Boston to reject you? Do you know? Like, yeah. LB stuck around yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. town. He's still there. Especially, he's on he's the a fucking guy. radio. As, There's, how, did you, how do you not embrace this? guy
0: because there's rumors also that everybody knew that he had problems oh, off the shit. ice and yeah. that was one of those things because later on he ends up on the rangers and there's the rangers knew right away he had yeah. there's rumors about his alcohol problems okay. and he's got a, a pill issue maybe yeah. and stuff like that it so, was
1: just drugs right or, I, I think it's just, just booze, just booze, and booze right? crazy yeah. i
0: mean who knows what else he was yeah, doing yeah. But, but
1: that's all that we had documented that's was all just booze. yeah it was yeah. just a bunch of booze i promise you it's not just booze that no, i no, mean no. that's like that's a light way of saying that man's got a fucking a lot of problems yeah that's like saying Jupiter is just a planet right it's it's and pretty we go fucking there, big we yeah. go there but it's just far away yeah you know, it's, it's just it's a little it's far a little, <laughs> it's just too much
0: of a trip it's too much over there <laughs> so uh, yeah uh, Boston has him he's traded to the Los Angeles Kings at that point the okay. original team that drafted him that year he finishes up 95 96 there playing in 20 games scoring only three goals and having 10 assists 96 96 though he'll play in 69 games and have 14 goals and 20 assists so it's just not there. It's over. It's not there, and he doesn't know it. No, uh, ninety five, ninety six. He plays on the U.S. World Championship team, not the Olympic team. It's a the, you know whatever F. that is. They win the bronze medal there. Uh-huh. Uh, he's traded by L.A. Uh, or to L.A. by Boston for Rick Tockett, uh-huh. who's another name player here. Uh, he's a lot of injuries at this point. Injuries start uh, ninety five, ninety six. He's got a sore back. He misses some time in January ninety six. Then in February he's got a hip flexor injury, and then he's got a small fracture in his left fibula uh in in february of of 96 in late february that's in the leg right yeah he's Good out Lord. for he's out for a month there and uh so yeah it's it's a lot of um it's a lot of issues the he's next wear
1: and tear on an old man's body
0: next year he misses time with a concussion uh, uh, another one i'm sure he's had many since oh then probably God. he's been playing hockey a concussion uh. so bad he has to talk about right he it. It has <laughs> to take to a the break day. yeah
1: prior pre uh, pre we know that yeah. these things happen think about how if
0: in the couple years before that you know there was concussions hundreds, that he had that he just hundreds didn't come out had of the game be. got his bell rung and was yeah. like well i can't come out now nice hit nice hit <laughs> especially with him because if yeah. he starts coming out with concussions they're gonna think he's washed up right so he's got to really say like no i'm fine i yeah. my head's great i can right. you know tap hit his ting ding. ting ting on yeah. his steel plate in his forehead look at me i'm made a i'm fine iron.
1: there's a microwave being used 300 yards that way.
0: As long <laughs> as it doesn't get any closer, I'll be good.
1: I can feel it.
0: Yeah, uh, so Jesus, he plays the rest of the year out in L.A., and then uh, 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 while here still with the Kings at the end of the year he enrolls in the uh, in the uh, NHL substance abuse program for yeah. the first time here and uh, but it, there's nothing came out publicly at this point this was a totally private thing he just went to the, the league and the league put him in a program I guess if you voluntarily ask for it or whatever smart it's a thing so uh, nothing came out publicly at that time but then the next year he has this concussion like we talked about he's got back spasms he's got all sorts of shit he's starting to where starting to break down here. He's traded to the Rangers by Los Angeles for Luke Robitaille, who's another name player. That's weird. It's all name for name here. Now, summer of 98, he again enters the uh, NHL program for uh, drug uh, substance abuse here. It's in Southern California here. Uh, Because it's in L.A., he receives regular visits from Wayne Gretzky, who's on his team on the Kings at that point. Uh, He says, uh, Gretzky says, quote, I think the reason people were so drawn to kevin is he would give the shirt off his back to anybody who needed anything a ride somebody to talk to kevin was always there he was comfortable hanging with the captain or the young guys on the team he was one of those guys that nobody disliked so that's his role and uh it's got to the point where you know gretzky comes and sees you Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool honestly Mm -hmm. that you're kind of on the you know getting uh, you're not doing great
1: no no Yet, this the is biggest, terrible.
0: biggest star in the history of the league is still going to come visit you in that the hospital. Nice. So that's the kind of guy he is. Uh, well, Gretzky,
1: too. It's a pretty decent catch for not abandoning his friend. He's pretty rad of it. him. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Not just for him, but for I think more for Gretzky than than for dipshit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Dipshit. Definitely.
0: Now, uh, uh, Kevin says about this whole situation, about this whole drug situation, quote, the cocaine set it off. The injury made it bigger, but I was definitely in trouble once I did the cocaine. I had no idea what addiction was i had no idea what any of it was i talked to people now and i remember when people would come to me and talk about this stuff and i'd say that's never going to be me i was a first team all-star i was winning stanley cups and i didn't do a drug until i was 28 years old you never know if it's going to be you that's his uh take on the whole thing is gets out of control quick and it fucking does we've seen it with so many guys they don't that night when he snorted his first line he didn't be like I'm going to be a cokehead now. <laughs> that wasn't the plan. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a fucking cokehead. Not like someone who's like, I'm yeah. going to start painting. And then they go out and buy
1: like canvases and paints yeah. and brushes and all this shit. He there did. are people, though, that try it and go, oh, this is going to be a fucking problem. That, that's that was, I think, that's his, his yeah. thing. Yeah. But I mean, that was already lying, too. When he yeah. tried heroin for the f- first it, time, he was like, some things, uh-oh. some things click
0: with people yeah, like, and it's angels sing. For right. Them, and that's like it is. this
1: is going to be something I battle for the rest of that's my life. It.
0: Yeah. They never um, it, it happened to people that's an addiction addiction thing it's some trigger like we said it's that circuit board that your brain was looking for (laughs) it plugs it in and everything starts running in a way that feels good yeah (laughs) so uh now he he's in in 98 99 he plays 81 games uh uh 23 goals 20 assists for the rangers 99 2000 he only plays in 38 games three goals five assists for the rangers so not quite as good here it's uh you know he, yeah. he's he's declining rapidly, uh, rapidly. Summer 1999, he finds himself in rehab again. Yeah. It's like he plays the season you know, drinks and does all his shit. And then in the summer, he's like, once the season's over, I'm fucking exhausted.
1: Okay. time
0: rehab time. Yeah. That's when he goes to rehab. Yeah. It's like Eddie Johnson in our episode on Eddie Johnson way back in the beginning. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. He used yeah, to get arrested yeah. the second the season ended. He'd yeah. get arrested because he had nowhere else to go. But to go. <laughs> July ar- 7th. July 7th. <laughs> oh, he's going to be arrested again every year. Uh, so he's in rehab. This time it's in, uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, the psychologist who worked there, uh, he told that he had a problem with Percocet, Vicodin, and oxycodone yeah. since the mid-90s, since his injury, since he, he had a prescribed. He flies across
1: the country more than we do. Yeah. Starting out in Boston, going over to fucking L.A., Fall back to Pittsburgh, rehab. up to Boston, back to L.A., back to New York, back to L.A., back to Boston. God damn it, this is exhausting. This is exhausting. I need Coke to keep up with the story. That's what I mean. You need Coke. <laughs> Where's, the past?
0: Where's my goddamn crack? pipe this is unbelievable i'll take my crack pipe now this all culminates in one of the more embarrassing arrests in the history of crime and oh sports boy. here okay january 22nd 2000 yeah. it starts the night of january 22nd uh it's going to end the morning of january 23rd at about 7 a.m <laughs> all right. with no breaks so all that'll right. tell you a lot there okay. of what kind of night we're talking about It's going to end also at the Travel Lodge Motel. Oh, no. uh, In Collinsville, Illinois. Oh, boy. uh, Outside of St. Louis. Room 239. It's a double bed smoking room. Uh, $47.68 for this room. (laughs) In 2000. This is not in
1: 1985.
0: Right. This is fairly recent.
1: That was a $47 a night room.
0: That's a. That's horrible. Shit. Yeah. That's a room. That's bed bugs. that's a room that you like get a prostitute and some crack and you go there. All right. So let's find out what Kevin did. <laughs> Well, when police end up finding him in the morning, he is in possession of crack cocaine and three thousand dollars in cash, as well as in the company of a known prostitute (laughs) named Pamela uh, Valia, uh, who uh, is also there's also other people there. There's crack pipes. There's all sorts of shit going on. (laughs) We'll get to that. though. we'll get to how he ends up in a terrible, disgusting, sleazy motel with prostitutes and crack and other strangers too. The cast of characters in this (laughs) is like a Tarantino movie. It's hilarious. What a fucking comedy Somebody this is. Somebody's screaming
1: girlfriend is there with a fucking... It's um, nuts.
0: No, no spear singing. It is absolutely Pulp Fiction, this fucking story. When I tell you this story, yeah. you can't... Tell me you won't picture Uma Thurman in this role and everything else. Okay, now. Okay. Uh, Stevens here, he goes out with several teammates. This is why I said I think he slips away, because this is what he did here. There's the St. Louis Hotel Bar that the whole team is staying yeah. in, and all the team afterwards, they go out to have a few drinks. Yeah. And this is encouraged by the team, that they all go out and have a few beers together. Sure. Because it builds camaraderie. Uh-huh. So uh they are supposed to go out. He goes out with them. He's there for a while. At some point, where's Kevin? Where'd Kevin go? I don't know. Maybe he went back to the room, and that's the deal. He's gone. He slips out. Uh, At some point... He arrives at a place, uh, they're calling it a, quote-unquote, club in Sauget, Illinois, called Oz. They crossed the border. He crossed the border into Illinois. Into Oz. Into Oz. (laughs) 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 It was was all black and white over there. It was very weird. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah, just all the color (laughs) went away. So uh, he arrives at Oz. Uh, This is... There's strip clubs everywhere in this area. This area is a bunch of all night strip clubs and people drinking and acting like fucking crazy people. Scum. love it. Scum. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) he hangs out there for a while because the nice hotel that I'm sure the NHL and his team put him up in with his teammates. There's no story there. (laughs) There's no story there. That's just, hey, we had some beers and, you know, this guy hooked up with a girl and then we all went up to our rooms and that's it. This is fun. This is different. (laughs) So black and white scum. Oh boy. So <laughs> whew, you can just see it. Yeah. Oh scum trail in his weight. Like Stevie. Fuck yeah. So <laughs> he calls for a taxi from Oz. He uh-huh. wants to be picked up. Okay? Uh he does not request to be taken back to the team hotel though no. he requests to be taken to east st louis okay. which if you don't know if you're not from america or unfamiliar with this part of the country right. east st louis is not a nice place no. it is known as you it's cross just, a river right it's i i don't I remember. think you cross a bridge it's to just get there. synonymous with ghetto it's bad stuff it's just that's yeah. that's there was a yeah, serial was killer there and, oh yeah. and and no one cared Nobody probably gave a that's shit. <laughs> the thing they were like who are you killing people from the don't worry about it. it's crazy that's what yeah. i mean people with high murder rate yeah. drugs and it's just a it's a very not known as a nice area. It's not an area you'd go in if you're an affluent dude right. looking for a night out on the town.
1: And it's also not where you're going to raise a family. That's the other thing. Right. Yeah, it's 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 you're going. There's certain you're going because that's go what you, that's all you can afford. That's why yeah. you're going there. Or you want crack. Right. Or you're buying or selling crack. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs>
0: so one of the two. So he takes the club, uh, the the cab from the nightclub. here, to so Illinois to East St Louis, which isn't that far. Here, he Steven says, Do you know any ladies that I could oh, possibly request the company of? Cab driver. For a fee. Cab driver. Yeah. You are now a pimp. <laughs> See, well, that's the thing. That's the difference between cab drivers and Uber drivers. An Uber <laughs> driver won't even stop at McDonald's for you no. for a cheeseburger. They're no. like, fuck you, we're going straight here. Yeah. I don't care. A cab driver, you could literally be like, you know where I get like a hooker and some crack? And they'd be like, I'm right on it. <laughs> 20. You give him an extra 20 yeah. bucks yeah. Cab drivers would take you around Show you shit Find you prostitutes <laughs> Get you drugs They would do anything and A cab driver dispatch, would do anything
1: And then call his dispatch And be like I had to go a little bit out of the route Yeah The roads were closed <laughs> <laughs> I had to get this guy crack right. He paid a an- <laughs> It was an extra
0: fucking seven miles. It's on the, it's on the, he paid it. It's on the fucking thing. It's on the meter. And the guy'd be like, good job. Good job. Understood. Good job. We understand. Keep that meter running. While he went in the crack house, he kept the meter running, right? (laughs) All right. That's my boy. That's what you do here. Now. Employee of the month. He is. The cab driver contacts a prostitute because he's a cab driver and that's what they did. (laughs) They know those things. They know those things. That's the difference. If you see anyone in the back of a cab. Yeah. That's why they're in the back. That's a bad person. Because the cab driver, (laughs) yeah, they want that cab driver to do something that an Uber driver is not willing to do. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. You can't get an Uber at a club and be like, get me a prostitute and some crack and then take me to a motel room. They'd be like, fuck you. You're sitting next
1: to my child's seat, you
0: fucking jerk. They'd be like, it says here that you're going to this address.
1: (laughs) So that's where you're going. That's
0: where you're going now. That's it. Or you can cancel the ride. And still have to pay me anyway because it came right <laughs> off your card. Because right. unlike in a cab where you'd have like you could hold back. The, Tell yeah.
1: you what I'll do. I'll drop you <laughs> off where my phone tells me to drop you off, and you get out of the cab and go. Hey, Surrey. Yeah, that?
0: that's fine. Try that shit. Try that. See where the crack <laughs> is there. So the prostitute is a woman named Pamela uh, Valia. Yeah. She's twenty-seven years old. Mm. Uh, she tells police later on that she's been a prostitute for about six months. Oh boy. I just love this story been a prostitute for about six months you know it's good it's good So, I like
1: it, you know, just trying to get past the probationary period so I can get the insurance. But yeah, other I was, than that, I was really know, tired of living that hellish nine to five I'd in the cubicle s- with somebody breathing down your neck. I'm doing great I now. make my own hours, which is good. <laughs> it was either this or that Lulu stretchy
0: pants thing. That was well, like, <laughs> I, I couldn't decide right. which one to do. <laughs> so I'm going to I slept.
1: I slept into one today. Yeah. So
0: I'm going to do this. Of course, I was out till late this morning. Sucked a lot of dicks. But. It's not bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Six months, it's (laughs) going well. My breath isn't great yet. She she was standing in the parking lot of Magoo's, yeah. which is a drive-thru liquor store. This is all class, by the way. Magoo's. Magoo's she A prostitute yeah. in, in the, standing
1: in the Who's parking lot. to take his Magoo's out of it. Of an
0: East St. Louis drive-thru liquor store at night, summoned by a taxi driver. Yeah. This is all sleaze right here, okay? This is as sleazy as it gets. The cab driver's name is Alfred Triplett, by the way. Yeah. He uh, lives in East St. Louis. He approached the prostitute. The uh, we will just call her Pamela. Yeah. Uh, Who she accro- uh, approached the young lady Pamela, and said that a friend in the back seat wanted to speak with her, which, and I, I assume in prostitute terms, means suck that guy's <laughs> dick for money. <laughs> I guess no one wants to talk to you. Hey bitch,
1: He's, I got you a John. He'd like to know.
0: <laughs> he'd like to know your opinions on the upcoming Democratic primary. Do you think Buttigieg has a chance? That's what he wants to talk about. Yeah. He just really wants to talk about if he, yeah. No, I don't think that's uh
1: <laughs>
0: Wants to talk to her.
1: <laughs> he wants to hear your opinions on why Beto pulled out. Yeah, he'd
0: really like to know. What do you think about the serious situation? Because you know, I mean, the Kurds were our <laughs> ally. Like that—that's not what's happening. No, none of this is happening. They're not going to talk about. Hey,
1: do you suck dick? He wants one yeah. sucked.
0: You're a, you're one of them dick suckers, right? <laughs> I feel like that's what he would have asked her. Not that she's—that's her. Right. Doesn't define her. I'm just saying that's what he would say. I got a dick to they suck. get back it. There. It's the so, cab driver. It's a, they're a cab. Not the yeah. classiest. That's what the I mean. guy in
1: the back. Not the classiest. Girl selling her pussy. Not the classiest. Everyone here either.
0: Magoo's <laughs> drive-through
1: <laughs> liquor store.
0: Not the classiest. It's all. It's all the same. It's all the same. So <laughs> none of these people have been to a wine tasting. No. 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 Well, he probably has. He may have. But he was like, man, I wish there was crack in this wine. <laughs> it's not as good as crack wine. I like my crack. I like get infused with a with a crack he
1: probably left the, the wine tasting early to go find a woman who's never been to a wine tasting that's before. The,
0: yeah now she goes up to the car and she says that stevens was already smoking crap crack from a glass pipe yeah. at that point and he's already smoking crack in the back of a cab yeah this cab driver is just a real loose guy so she, try that shit in an Uber. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Try smoking crack and getting telling your your Uber driver get me that prostitute <laughs> while I smoke this rock back here. They will call the police on you.
1: I'm going to do this where your kids ride They'll in your report car. Report you. <laughs>
0: yeah. You'll be banned from Uber for life, and you'll get arrested. All three of those things will happen. You'll if you try be that, on Uber. TMZ yeah. if
1: you play hockey. That's
0: what I mean. That's why cab driving, honestly, it was a specialty. It was. Yeah. A, it was a. It was an art. There was an art to being a cab driver yeah. because you had to be all different things
1: you for different always, people. You were a liaison. On for scummy behavior and you were, then you were a safety guy that yeah, got drunk girls back home a liaison to the city yeah. basically you and a, can- a few guys really fucked that up for people they did they did then they, they really fucked it up. And then, and then the fucking, the guy at the top has to have this big house. How how many rooms do you need, sir? How many bathrooms How do many need? fucking toilets do you need to shit in? Why does it need to be golden? You're, you're why Uber exists, just so Take you care. know. so <laughs> He's smoking crack. He offers
0: her. A decent, yeah. He offered this decent offer. He yeah. offers her 500 bucks. Okay. Which, I mean, for that someone seems like hanging decent. out in the parking yeah. lot of Magoo's. Right. I've seen hookers at the point (laughs) on HBO multiple times. They have one and two, and those are from, like, the same period. You could get a half and half for 50 for this neighborhood. I'm sucking dick. Yeah, I'm sucking dick right now. That's exactly what happened.
1: The most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. You could get...
0: A, you know, a blowjob for like 25 bucks right. at this point in time. And that shit. one got, so, that
1: one was 20 bucks.
0: Yeah. 20 bucks. Gross. There's negotiations that go on, right. and all this shit. So it's disgusting. 500 bucks <laughs> is well over asking price. He's paying over sticker at this point. <laughs> when James says it's
1: disgusting, you it's fucking disgusting. mean it. <laughs> I do.
0: It's, he walked into a dealership and said, I'll give you 75 grand for that Toyota Corolla. And they were like, Okay, the stickers twenty eight, but sure, <laughs> yeah. that's what it was. Right. It's a you know, it's just more than he probably had to to quote hang out and party with him. Okay. which that, that sounds, doesn't sound like sex. That sounds fun. She got in. She mm-hmm. was like, she got five hundred bucks Fuck yes. and crack. Right, sure. Uh, so he she got into the car. He's smoking crack. This seems good. They go to the. Uh, to the the Magoo's there where they pick up uh, Pepsi a bottle of Crown Royal Uh also this is for the cab driver Uh because you want your driver to get the alcohol get him
1: on on
0: brown liquor and brown soda and a Brillo pad because if you're going to smoke crack you need that you need a filter and a glass tube that contains a single rose this liquor store sells crack pipes and they're allowed to sell them because they put those little roses in (sighs) them and that way they go it's just a glass case for a rose meanwhile it's a crack pipe Right. They just sell a crack pipe where they put a rose in it and they right. put a little cork in the end. Exactly. Done deal. But they're only sold as crack pipes. Of course. That's it. Then right. no one goes, that's a nice rose and they pick it right. up. They're literally like, I need a crack pipe and they dump the rose out and say, thanks. <laughs> now, a police officer says, quote, they sell roses at Magoo's in six inch long glass tubes. They just stick a, cor- a cork in the bottom of it. Uh, we all know what it's used for. It's drug paraphernalia, but they sell them legally as rose tubes. You throw the rose out and you've got an instant." and crack pipe you buy a brillo pad to keep the crack from falling through and uh, uh, the, the the cop said that uh, uh, that that the, the the prostitute pamela she said that she bought her crack pipe uh, that that uh, they bought her her own crack pipe. Yeah. That's that was the live the drive through thing because Stevens didn't want to share his crack pipe. Oh, what That's a why. Yeah. Well, he's this is my crack pipe. Yeah. You need your own crack pipe. His and
1: hers. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, she said that uh, for every hit that she was taking, he was taking seven or eight hits. Oh, I'm sure he was ripping at The fight. Right. he's a big guy too. Right. She said, "quote I was getting pissed off because I couldn't get high. I was having to light his pipes. I was having to light his pipe so many times because right. he had to. She had to keep lighting it for her and she for him and she." couldn't light her own right i don't know why he couldn't light his own uh she said that that he gave her five hundred dollars and quote purchased another five hundred dollars worth of crack from uh, a dealer in east st louis oh, so boy. middle of the night yeah east st louis right. uh there she said that uh i uh, he got there and peeled off $500 off a big wad of fucking bills at a crack spot in East St. Louis in the middle of the night. Uh, and uh, it is absolutely awful. She said she was positive they were going to be murdered and robbed.
2: <laughs> this
0: is a hood process. This is a hoodker is what you have.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. If you frighten a Hoodker, right. you have done something, sir, yeah. because they've seen some shit. Right. Trust me. Hookers at the point. Watch it on HBO Go. It's on there. Right. Uh, it, it, it's it's you can't fright. They've had the the stories these women tell. You are harrowing. You're like, oh my god, jaw on the right. floor, going. Like, that, oh, that that happens? No. Why? Don't do that to people. No. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. He scared a crackhead, Hoodker. <laughs> scared her. That's how fucking crazy his behavior is. He's got a
1: lot of cash in a shit neighborhood, and he's flaunting it by peeling off the, how do you not pull that money out and be like I think I've got more I'll yeah. give it was another yeah, or have I, it just right. pal- palmed and palmed, ready to go ready to he's go. peeling them off like <laughs> how much motherfucker
0: <laughs> licking a thumb I've only been around one other person that was like that and it was the scariest thing ever I was in uh, in the Bronx yeah. and fucking buying a quarter pound of weed when I was about <laughs> 17 years old and the guy I was with was this older guy who was this fucking crazy person he used to be a Green Beret in the right. Marines and he was, fu- he was a he was a Green Beret and he fucking had, a, he was huge, too. Yeah. It was this massive man. He had this eye that was fucked up, and his voice was deep. And we got there, and I'm in the passenger seat, and he's buying weed from these Jamaicans. And fucking Jamaicans in the Bronx that sell weed don't fuck around. No. They have machine guns yeah, and yeah. shit. Like, yeah. no, and he's screaming at this guy, going, oh, give me any of that fucking bullshit either. I'll be fucking back here up your
1: ass. Before. I'm like, he's going to kill us all. That man has a banana magazine. Everyone there has machine guns. There's like eight hey,
0: guys standing. You're buying weight from a drug spot, not a nickel bag. This is fucking wait. There's a high dollar shit going on here. You're screaming at a man with a machine gun who is not from this country. Don't fuck me over. He's not even here legally. Let's fucking wait till he fucks us over first. So
1: before we start making willy nilly threats. Let's
0: start yeah, did you bring your fucking machine gun? Jesus. So they talked to a cop about this air, buying drugs in this area, you know, with a large b- amount of bills. Right. And they said, is that, would that be a wise decision? And the cop said, quote, my first question would be, what kind of automatic, automatic weapon are you carrying? Uh, if you were going to flash a big roll in East St. Louis. And he said, my second question would be, how much ammunition do you have for that weapon?
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, this is not wise shit, and he's how just, big is it, and how much can you fire? Because otherwise, you're in a lot of trouble. He is out of control, yeah. basically. That this is the only out of thing control behavior, they, right? That's the only thing that they're chasing that time of night is yeah. that water cash. and you are showing them just that you showing it, right?
0: I mean, that's crazy. People will rob people for way less than that. Twenty bucks. I've read a story and well, looking for small town murders of a guy who uh, killed another guy for three dollars. Wow, three dollars, three bucks, three bucks. He, he shot him, three bucks. Robbed him for three bucks and killed him. I don't
1: know what to tell you. The so, man had three dollars.
0: I mean, I needed three dollars. I needed like a a pack of a pack of juicy fruit, or you know, and uh, a Pepsi. I don't <laughs> and that's do it. it. And that's it. Yeah. So uh, he scared the shit out of a hoodker. I'm, I'm amazed at that. So the cab driver uh, agrees to take them to a motel, <laughs> and uh, uh, they continue to smoke crack the whole time together. Yeah. Uh, they also, they get an eight ball. That's how much crack they bought. They bought a bunch of crack. It's okay. a lot of crack yeah. uh, there. So You uh, can uh, do
1: that in a night, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, triplet here, the cab driver, was being paid $100 an hour to take care of Steve. Wow. He said, I'll pay a 100 bucks an hour to take me around, find me prostitutes, get me drugs. Yep be my tour guide basically which is a good deal for a cab driver my scum tour guide yeah that's a better night yeah. than he's going to make on his own driving yeah. a cab by oh, far God, yeah. so this is a big deal uh uh he he suggested that they go to collinsville because it's like out of the way a little bit here and uh, they could get a motel room and smoke their crack yeah. in there and rather than just in the cab now the pamela valia the prostitute she wanted to go to howard johnson's uh let's go to the Howard Johnsons. Yeah. Instead, triplet drove them to the Travel Lodge. Like this is a little more your, right. like our speed, crack smoking speed. Right. You
1: know what I mean? Uh, the Hojo's got family. As I was say, the Hojo, there's kids in there and shit. And there's like a restaurant. We can't yeah. do that. No. The
0: Travel Lodge, it's They're you know, gonna be up early, getting their continental. You slap fifty bucks on the counter, they toss you a key. They don't even look at your face. <laughs> We get it. <laughs> we don't care who you are, what you're doing here. So if he pays for the room. Uh, when they reach the room, uh, the, uh, Pamela asks Stevens to. Give the cab driver uh, uh, $40 and take it to another area motel where a friend of hers was waiting to get the oh, the signal that she was OK.
1: Yeah. And they don't have cell phones, I guess, at this point. So oh, they fascinating is a crack smoker's mind, by the way. Yeah. Overpaying for everything except for the accommodation except for the accommodation. <laughs> we're going to go cheap on that but 500 We're pay 100 dollars an hour for a shitty cabbie yeah. to
0: drive us around. I feel like 30 would have probably done the right. trick. You know, that's I mean he's overpaying. He's walking in like crazy. Hey, what's that Camry? 75 grand. I'll he is
1: more. he is making it rain on everybody except for the concierge. That's it.
0: So uh, uh, Stevens and his lady of the evening, they go to the hotel room uh, where they were then joined by Daryl Crawford, who is a 30 year old. uh, He's a big giant guy uh, identified as a gang member who uh, shows up and uh, uh, Stevens gives him some crack, which is you know you're in a weird place when you're giving gang members crack right. rather than the other way around. Right. Like, you have gone through the looking glass. <laughs> you are well... Not just that.
1: You've, you've dropped down the, the rung of gangsters that you got the junkie j- gangster. Like, well, that's yeah, not yeah, even you, the good gangster. It's so weird.
0: That... that they believe that th- that this guy, Crawford, is Pamela Valia's pimp.
2: Uh, That's okay. the
0: connection here. And uh, he's a member of the Vice Lord Street Gang, according okay. to the police. That's scary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the police say that uh, uh, later on, they'll say that. So he, Kevin Stevens, he dispatches a driver, sends triplet off to do this shit here and uh by the way this is a great article a lot of this in si on it's the si vault has a good article on this sports illustrated if you like old sports like stories subscribe to that vault thing i don't even think you have to subscribe i think you just go on there but they have like all the old sports illustrated stories and some of them are really interesting especially when it's on a fuck up sure it's really good and some of them are really good work this guy did really good work you haven't even said that
1: this guy may have done good work but how did the doctors do did they do good work does on he look face? okay yeah, he looks
0: fine he, uh, they did really fine. they did good they got to practice on brutus beefcake and
1: apparently <laughs> they're fine after that
0: but kenny rogers got all yeah. fucked up so- <laughs> He's all messed up. Not gonna work. He's a mess. So they, they sent this guy, the driver, triplet, uh uh to, on the errand here. He comes back apparently six times uh-huh. pounding on the door. I don't know why he's pounding on the door the so gangster? much. No, the, 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 the cab driver. Okay. The, guy, the gangster is in the room right. hanging out. It's a crack party in yeah. the room. A prostitute, a gangster, crack. Got it's it. a party. It's okay. party time. Cab driver is banging on the door. The uh Pamela Valia says that she thought that he wanted more money, yeah. the cab driver. He was mad yeah. that he wasn't getting paid enough or something. She said she looked out through the peephole at the cab driver and saw what she thought was a gun in his waistband. Okay. So, at that point... By the way, at this point, we must address crackheads are really paranoid. Yeah. That's a, a, a thing that's with crackheads. Yeah,
1: that's what There's, they go through.
0: They're super paranoid and they think people are out to get them. So, uh, what she does is call the front desk for help. Oh, Jesus. You, you, no. What are you doing? You can't do that. No, you're you, going to mix, you're going to mix all, the straights in with this. All illegal transactions. Yeah. No, mi- yeah, exactly. You're, no mixing. You're mixing in the a law
1: abiding citizen in with the fucking mess.
0: That's not, yeah, you can't do that no. shit. And it's not okay. So she calls the front desk, the hotel, what they do, they're not going to solve it, they'd call the cops, yeah, because
1: they're not because gonna get involved that's their job, I work at a hotel,
0: they're right. gonna fucking go up there and deal with cab drivers and also i wasn't and,
1: overpaid fuck that's you. that's the other thing yeah i'm
0: making fucking probably six dollars an hour uh. back then or something so the police arrive at six fifty a.m mm-hmm. this is all going on now uh, uh now during this whole thing the reason why crawford had come over was because valia called him as well uh-huh. because she was scared of the cab driver so she called over this guy crawford six to about 300 pounds Oh
1: sweet! Jesus. so he's
0: a big giant gangster so yeah. you figure he's going to come over scare the shit out of the cab driver he mm-hmm. comes over they give him some crack too. Everybody hangs out smoking crack. So that's how that works. So, uh, uh, police, uh, they go there. Now, they haven't even had, there's no sex ha- happening yet. Wow. There's too busy. They're smoking too much crack yeah. to have sex at this point. So, uh, uh, the, the, like I said, Motel calls the police. Now, the, the police arrive in the lobby. Like, we're here. Where do we go? Yeah. The front desk calls the room to say, hey, the police are here if you still want them, uh, to Valia. And she goes down and tries to persuade them to leave. <laughs> at this point now she doesn't want them there anymore. Now Crawford's here. Oh shit! They called the cops. I'll handle this. Cab driver's not a threat. Send the prostitute who's been smoking crack all night right. to talk to them because that's who can smooth things over with the cops.
1: Send a cracky hoodker.
0: Yeah, cracky hoodker down there. That's perfect. And then she'll she'll the cops will listen to her and she'll smooth it over. Don't send the guy who's famous or anything <laughs> right. to, say, to go. Yeah, I don't know. Some crazy fan was banging on my door. It's weird, right? right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Don't send him. Assign his autograph. Yeah. He left. It's over. It's we're all good. good. Yeah, he was just a weird guy. He followed me here from the arena. You know, he, me and my friends were at a bar and he followed. Right. He, have said anything. he could have made something up. Instead, he goes, go talk to him. Not good. Uh, she says to the police now. Okay, you're in Collinsville, Illinois, yeah. uh, middle six-something in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, you are a cracky hoodker, and you walk up to the police and said, you guys can go. It's fine. She says she's with a hockey player, uh-huh. a New York Ranger, yeah. um, and he didn't want to be bothered anymore. <laughs> so you guys can just go. Right. Uh, she said, quote, uh, the cop says, quote, she said he didn't need this kind of attention, uh, and when I asked her how she came to know him, her story became really fishy. They go, well, how do you know this? This guy. Well, my friend and her. You've been to Magoo's? Yeah. You know Magoo's (laughs) with the rose pipes? Yeah, you know Magoo's. So the cops are like, we're going to look into this a little bit because I don't like this is sounding real fishy. And someone called. This is all self-inflicted. No one called the cops from the outside. (laughs) They called the desk. This is all. Okay. So the, uh, we're having a good time. Could you guys up
1: front ruin this for us? Can please? you please destroy this?
0: <laughs> so they walk up to the second floor and outside the room they encounter Crawford, yeah, the the gangster, the giant pimp. gangster. Uh, he is there. He starts. They said uh, broke into a speed walk when he saw when the, he saw the cops. Okay, <laughs> not a good idea at seven a.m. Anything but morning, officers. Right. That's suspicious. Okay, <laughs> so uh, they go and tackle him and you know just to see what he must be part of this, I right. guess. Uh, and then they go and they. Bang on the door. They knock twice. Nobody answers. They knock again, and finally Kevin Stevens goes, "Who is it?" Yeah. <laughs> Cops have a tendency to say "police" when they knock on the fucking door. He knows who it is. Yeah, uh, but uh, they they said Collinsville police, and uh, he's like, "Shit, what do I do here?" So. He opens up the door. Yeah. And the cop who was there when he opened up the door is a detective, Eric Zaber. He says, quote, Finally he opened the door, and you could tell immediately he had the deer in the headlights look. Oh my God, it really is the police. Uh he was pacing back and forth. He couldn't sit or stand in one place. He kept mumbling to himself over and over, I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to lose my kids, going to get divorced, my life's over. He was really wired. He's saying all that shit. Pacing back and forth saying this, going, I'm gonna lose everything on this. Is my life is over, my life is over. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? Oh, you know blah, 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 who else blah, blah, said
1: blah, blah. shit like that? People want to catch a predator. So yeah. you know that he fucked up. So you and know he knows he that up. he fucked up.
0: Now the cops are leery of him because he's a huge guy. Yeah. He's all wired up. Right. When someone's in that state, going, My life is over, my life is over, right. they're unpredictable. Right. And on crack, they're even more unpredictable. They've got shit to lose. Yeah. So uh they were like they were a little leery of him. The the police officer said that Stevens had that head up, shoulders down look of despair. Bear, is what he said the windows were closed the drapes were drawn beds were still made yeah. still sitting on top of the sleazy travel fucking disgusting comfort Gross. that's all just looks like a solar system because they want to hide the jizz let's get one that's a busy pattern <laughs>
1: hides jizz better so, <laughs> i was picturing those like wool ones you know what i mean the wool comforters oh, not even yeah. not even a fucking Ooh, they're way more porous Yuck. they're <laughs> yeah. should just absorb you get the those. load on your skin through <laughs> those
0: <laughs> so jesus the police officer said quote we asked him if there was anything in the room and he was just quiet then we asked for permission to search the room which he freely granted they said they pulled back the pillows and a crack pipe fell out <laughs> That's not good. They said at that point, he just kept mumbling on and on and on. Uh, they they said that he was in anguish yeah. is the way they described yeah. it. And they said, quote, he was very physically intimidating when we got into the room. There was three of us and all of us remarked that we were glad this guy didn't resist because he was a big dude. Uh, yes, we cuffed him. I asked him to sit down uh, for our safety. And he said, I'll never, ever hurt you. I'm not like that. Uh, so he sat down on the bed yeah. and said, I'll never, ever hurt you. I'm not like that. I'm not so, that guy. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Now, uh, but if there was a struggle, it would have been a I want to fight this guy in a Travelodge motel room with his metal collar. Close quarters? God, Jesus. But you hit him on the forehead and it goes (laughs) ding. Fuck. Uh oh. Shatters your flashlight? Shit. That's a problem. Uh, The prostitute, uh, Valia, told the police officers that Stevens was, quote, smoking crack like a monster. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Crack monster. (laughs) Crack monster. At the police station, uh, Kevin told the officers he'd been smoking crack on and off for the past eight years. Uh, he said quote when you came in last night i felt numb this is in a written statement to the police this is kevin's handwriting when you came in last night i felt numb i've had problems with substance abuse in the past i've already been through treatment if the team finds out i'll lose my job although i'm nervous i'm thinking clearly now that's what he writes in the thing which still sounds cracky and scattered um Meanwhile, you said something about a wife. He, The man's married. Oh, he's married. Oh, oh by the way, he has two kids, and his wife is pregnant oh, with a third at the time and having a difficult pregnancy as well, and he's oh. out smoking crack She's with prostitutes. She's about to have a divorce. She's about to have a much more difficult pregnancy. He's charged with unlawful possession of drug paraphernalia and then later on uh, drug possession, mm-hmm. felony, uh, solicitation of a prostitute, yeah. blah, blah, blah. goes on and on and on. So uh, he said that... Uh, uh, he, he, he was, he, he was like, I'm fucked. Basically. He yeah. thought his life was over. He said he knew the life that his life was over. He said, his wife, he's got two kids. They're going to f- get, learn the news. And then it is, you know, they're going to yeah. forget about it. My yeah. life is over. This is, this is fucking rock bottom. I would say sure. right here. Now the police said it's, they make about 200 or so crack arrests in a year in Collinsville. They said, the only thing that made this interesting is it's Kevin Stevens. Yeah. That was it. Uh, according to uh, one of his agents, uh, uh, his wife is is still pregnant, and she's uh, unrelenting in her support. Yeah. She's going to support him. Uh, now the silver-haired middle-aged white men start coming out of the woodwork. Here, uh, the, the Rangers team president said, quote, Our thoughts are with Kevin and his family at this time. Yeah. Not, why is he smoking crack in a fucking hotel room like a scumbag? Right. Our thoughts are with him at this time. <laughs> uh, the New York Rangers organization will fully support Kevin in any possible way. Why? Wow, that is different than the NBA's response. Um, I would say, holy Shit! Uh, they uh, they issued a, a statement saying that he was going to go into uh, he's going to go into programs. He's going to be in yeah. you know, doctors' care. Yeah. Uh, the Penguins a Penguins player said, "quote It's sad. It really is. You don't want to see anybody get in trouble. I hope it's a wake up call and he gets the help he needs. Maybe this will turn his life around. He's got a wonderful family. Our thoughts and prayers are with Kevin and his family." Mario Lemieux said he knows that his many friends in the Pittsburgh Penguins organization are here to help him in any way possible during this difficult time. Sure. Nothing
1: but support unbelievable it's not like yeah it's it's crazy uh, uh well, they gotta all feel fucking terrible for him because this all stems and started from that goddamn from the, injury yeah oh
0: yeah you know it does I so mean, they all see, see it
1: as it could it could happen to me yeah absolutely what, I'm playing hockey today in eight years yeah, I could, could be, be in a fucking travel I could lodge. Have my
0: face crashed and then yeah, being a travel lodge with all of those terrible things that were going on. Uh, uh, Dave Checkets, who's the Rangers general manager, said quote As far as I as, as as I've said for several days now, it's really about Kevin and his family. The organization did the best it could. The focus is really on him. Uh, now the goalie there for the Rangers, Mike Richter, said it was chilling when they showed his picture on television. It seems so far away. We know Kevin. We know what kind of person he is. It's not the image of I saw in that press release. It's going to be a difficult thing to lick. He's a strong person and has our unwavering support. Yeah. It takes time, but it's going to happen. It's just nothing but support. He's released on $15,000 bail. He's allowed to leave Illinois on, you know, as long as he says he'll come back yeah. uh, there. Uh, Rangers GM also said, quote, I'm not sure how long it will take uh, or when this will be over. I want him to rejoin his wife and kids. That's what's most important. They're all acting like it's his family here. Right. Uh, the... The uh, uh, his old hockey coach from from Kyle Col- Boston College said he couldn't believe it had to be a mistake. He said he said it was just uh, he said he buried his hands in his ha- head in his hands and wept. It just made no sense. Yeah. He doesn't understand it. So uh it's bad. His agent says that, look, he doesn't have a crack habit, first of all. And if he does, I'm unaware of it. He says, quote, <laughs> this is amazing. This is his agent. Quote, I don't buy a crack addiction for one second. Well, you know what? I would crack pipes crack everything that happens shows that's not a novice experimenting no, he's certainly a, he had 500 dollars worth sir he just doesn't care he he's going a lot out of crack partying, going to places that you wouldn't go unless you really wanted crack it's not a first time guy yeah that's the thing no this isn't his first day <laughs> no. on the job here uh, uh he also says kevin is not a drug guy he's a booze guy that's what he says no. he's a classic all-time binge drinking addict this is a positive. Uh, the activity he was caught in was a product of bi- of a binge addiction to booze. And he says that uh, uh, he doesn't know when Kevin Stevens' drinking problem started, but he says he's had it for a long time. Now, Stevens and the cab driver, because he's arrested too, he comes back and gets arrested. Uh-huh. They plea- enter pleas of not guilty. Crawford and Valia have to plea later on. Uh, uh, they say that it's, it's a, he's a first-time offender. He could have his record expunged if he goes through drug rehab, and the prosecutor's very nice to him. Is basically that. He he goes to a, a Los Angeles area treatment center following his release from jail for a few days. And then he's moved to a rehab facility in Connecticut where he's supposed to stay for a couple of months here. Uh, that's January 23rd. So it's right the next day goes right to rehab. Uh, he spends a couple of months in rehab here uh uh, according to the sources at this point now there's a lot of you know talk about all this shit that the rangers were aware of his drinking before they acquired him from the kings and uh he they said they knew he had had enrolled in a substance abuse program and uh, that they thought that he was better off basically now uh, uh on april 9th 2000 Uh, she, his wife gives birth to, uh, their third child, a son named Ryan. So they have three kids now, Luke, uh, no juniors, Luke, Kylie and Ryan, two boys and a girl, Mm -hmm. just like the opposite of his family. So this all comes out. He's in jail or he's in rehab. It's all coming out. People are saying how much support they have for him and everything like that, uh, he comes out with a fluff piece, though, yeah. or I should say the New York Post uh-huh. on April 9th, 2000 has a fluff piece. And it is. Wow. Is it fucking fluffy? Uh, the the title of the piece is, quote, Stevens cleans up his act. Oh, boy. So there, it's all over. Everything's uh-huh. great. Yeah. He just got busted for all this was less than three months ago. The man was in a travel lodge and it's less all, than 90 days All ago. cleaned up. All good now. <laughs> I'm good now. Uh, he says it's just alcohol Yeah. in this article. He says, quote, I'm feeling much better now. Oh, well, <laughs> well, thank God. That's terrific. <laughs> he says, but anyone can stay sober in rehab. It's what happens to you. Uh, what kind of support system you have once you're out of rehab. Luckily, I've got a great family and great friends who support me and the AA meetings help a lot. That's been unbelievable. The first time I went, I couldn't believe it. Two guys I knew from college were in there alcoholic hockey players who would have thought
1: and you're also not supposed to say that you dickhead that's the other thing that's you
0: probably shouldn't blow their spots hey, up either keep, they're keep like, it down what the fuck bro <laughs> thanks asshole yeah, thanks he says quote i know i let people down but i'm getting help for my problem and for that i'm very grateful i'm not the type of person who wakes up in the morning craving alcohol and i'm not the type of person who can't stop once i have one drink So he starts out with, look, I'm just happy to be... I'm going AA and I'm trying to... And then progressively over the course of this, he turns it into... Poor me. I didn't do shit. And he's angry. He goes from this to anger. And this is the beginning of it. I'm not the type of person who can't stop. I've I've got to explain myself. I'm the kind of guy who can have a couple beers for 30 days in a row. No problem. For 60 days in a row, even no problem. But then that 61st day, I can't stop. And that's when I lose complete control. And there's no way of knowing when that 61st day is coming. That's why I can't drink at all. That's what makes me an alcoholic yes uh, he says that's uh he said uh the, the whole arrest and all what the press is putting out about him with prostitutes and and uh crack yeah he says that's so far from the truth didn't even happen didn't happen. He says I mean from a public standpoint, the worst was having my wife and our family and people who know us have to hear that I was with a prostitute. Hmm. He says I was never alone for a minute with the woman who turned out to be a prostitute, <laughs> and I was never we were just hanging out. Right. We were discussing the right. upcoming, uh, the upcoming Democratic nomination process and <laughs> possible upcoming elections and how this would work out. Just geopolitical
1: things on a world level right. too. And it turns out she's a prostitute. She knew so much. Right. I was never alone with her. I always had an overpriced cabbie uh, scum tour guide she, or an oversized yeah. uh, crack crack yeah, gangster yeah. Uh, with us at all times. She all wrote times. a biography of Chester A. Arthur. She's just knowledgeable. <laughs> that's just
0: all there is to it. I had a crackhead cab driver. I had a gang member.
1: Right. I'm There's always brilliant. somebody in the room with us. Always. I'm Mike Penster. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. So. Because I'm a good husband. I'm a good, that's the thing. I'm a good good Guy,
0: and I cleaned up my act. Right. See, hence the title of the article. I got
1: an award, and I am a good guy. They yeah, said so.
0: That's in it. In Pittsburgh. I'm the good guy award. Remember? I had <laughs> sitting on my. Well, it's got cocaine all over it now, but never mind that. He then says, quote, there was never any sex. There was never any interest in sex. Why the fuck are you hang out with a prostitute then? <laughs> and as far as the crack cocaine and my supposed admission, I'd been using crack cocaine for eight years. I wrote my own fucking handwriting. <laughs> I added that part. But yeah, uh, none of that is true either. I've never done crack. Whoa. Never. Oh, I didn't use any drugs that night. <laughs> OK, so that makes it even weirder. So you like hanging out with right. gang members. Cracky cab drivers and crack pro and cracky hoodkers.
1: Right, that's just your social club. But you don't do crack. You went to East St. Louis and peeled off hundreds for crack. For crack, for your friends. Just you friend. one Let it rain. You ever rain on? You ever taken your friends around that do crack and been like, you know, what, it's on me tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? <laughs> let me buy you around. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: This is insane, man.
1: Buy around a round of crack, please. Can I get cracks for the table? Use
0: drugs that night. Okay. Wow. What May ha- I
1: have one crack, sir? I, there's a crack for,
0: <laughs> just for the table, but I'm not going to have any, but they're going to pick at it. They love it. The three of them. <laughs> What happened is that one of the police officers asked me if I had ever used cocaine, and I admitted that I had tried it eight years ago, uh-huh. so he put in the report that I had been using cocaine for eight years. It's impossible. I've been tested by the league for the last two years. Yeah, because nobody ever gets around drug tests. Uh, this, that summer, for the first time, I couldn't remember things that happened when I'd been drinking, so I went to get help. From then until last November, I was tested twice a week, during the season and during the off-season. I was sober for 16 months. That doesn't mean anything. No. You could be sober for 16 16 months and do a bunch of shit before and after and that. Go right back to it. Yeah. He said the. Pr-
1: also, he's trying to say it's a it's a, <laughs> lost in translation. I said I tried it eight years eight, ago. Yeah, not and even, they're saying I do it constantly for, for eight, eight years. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I did sign it's a huge that statement. Difference, you dipshit. Yeah, that's the
0: other thing, and it's a st- signed statement. So if it's not right, cross it out. Right?
1: Stupid. Why'd you? why why you co-sign, you idiot?
0: So he's not like some dumb guy, and you know that's never, you know, some uneducated. He went to Boston College. Right. He knows better. Like he's got all the agency about him to do what he needs to do to stand up for himself legally uh he said the pressure's just built up not just from this year but from the way my career has gone the thing is when you're in sports you're taught not to show weakness and so you keep things inside you give off the appearance that things don't bother you no matter how good a friend your teammate is there's only so much insecurity you can share so i was living with this conflict where i was dying on the inside but projecting something completely different on the outside yeah that makes sense," right. he said. "I mean, I went from scoring fifty goals to fifteen in three years. It was tearing me up. Yeah.
1: Understandable. Yeah, yeah. Just that's all you need to say. Also, the guy that the, the guy that created that thought and put that shit into words is saying that he misspoke earlier. That's what I mean, yeah. He's very (laughs) far too smart for that. He's a smart cat.
0: He said, I felt lightheaded during warm-ups, and then for the first couple of shifts I had in the game, I'd never felt like that in my life. It was like I could barely function. After the game, I went out with some of the guys, but I wasn't drinking because they never let me have a drink, because he was coming out of rehab. So I snuck away from them, went to one place, started drinking, went to another place, met up with these people, and it became the night that I couldn't stop myself. I just wanted a party. I wanted to forget about things. I was in a bad place and I was with bad people because I still have the trial. I can't go into detail about what happened, but I wasn't smoking crack and I didn't use drugs and I wasn't soliciting a prostitute, even though I had crack everyone says I used drugs, right. I was high as shit, and I was with a prostitute.
1: And my prostitute uh, said that I, <laughs> she was getting mad that she couldn't do her own drugs because she had to help me do my drugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait till you
0: hear. She's got more more commentary from her about his crack smoking, too, oh, boy. which is fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. He then says that he would love to return to the Rangers next year. Uh, if that's not possible, he'd like to go to Pittsburgh, where his friend you know, Mario Lemieux owns the mm. team now. He says, quote, I love it here, and I feel terrible about how this I owe the organization. One thing is, money isn't going to be an issue. I just want to play, uh, he says. But the most important thing is that I have my family, my friends, and my health. When I was in jail, I all I could think about was uh, about the only thing that meant anything to me was my wife Suzanne and our kids and our family. All I could think about was losing them. I don't know if I could have gone on without them. He said. But Suzanne stood by me, and so did everyone else, and for that I'm thankful. I understood that this is a day by day process, and I'll be dealing with this addiction and going to meetings for the rest of my life. But But I have a life and I have a family and I'm dealing with my problems, really dealing with my problems. Uh, He says, quote, taking crack for eight years. I've never even seen the stuff. All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> the truth isn't really out there yet. Now he's going into Lenny Dykstra territory. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of a lot more people involved in it than three or four who got arrested. Who the fuck else was there? That's right. all that fits in a cab, dude. It's enough people. Yeah. I don't know what happened. You get in those bars real late. I was doing pretty good there for a long time. I blame myself. I put myself in that position. I'm not really that kind of person. I come from a middle class family. He's just a poor boy. Nobody loves him. What the fuck?
2: He's just a poor boy from a poor family.
0: Ridiculous.
2: Spare him his life.
1: For he has made it a monstrosity. This is fucking insane. How do you how do you get to that point where yeah. you can just deny everything that is it's documented, and he's, you're allowed to just is that is that you're, yeah, are you really allowed to do that? He's doing it. He's
0: like he's like fucking Neil Diamond in the jazz singer when he's in that Texas bar. Yeah, and he's got a beard. I'm like, why is Neil Diamond have a beard? He's love on rocks. This is just so depressing and sad. <laughs> Ain't no surprise. <laughs> Let's tug on my dick, and I'll jizz in your eye. <laughs> it's a different song it from is. Kevin Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says he didn't feel like he was playing well. Uh, yeah, he says, I was t- uh, uh, he says that... Uh, uh, I was taken aback by that. I was thinking ahead, getting to Pittsburgh and not playing well there, not being comfortable with that. But my big mistake was having that first beer. I drank and drank and drank, and that's what it is with me. And uh, he says I could drink for two years and not have a problem. It was two months a while ago. Now it's two years. But it's that next day I'll go out of control, you never know when that Lex next day will be. Then he says. It's, it's that <laughs> it's 61st day or that and fucking and 731st? 731st day. That's what it is. That'd be two years, right? Yeah. 21st? Is it
1: 365 or 360? 365. Three, you got it. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. Sorry.
0: 360 is a circle. <laughs> I had to go backward. You know, there's all these numbers floating around. I understand. So now he's got more excuses. (laughs) He says, quote, all I did was rent a room. That's his new excuse now. (laughs) Next thing you know, there's four or five people in there, and it's chaos, and the police show up. It's something I don't wish on anyone. My worst enemy, even. It's frightening. I've never been in that position or anything
1: like that position in my whole life. I can't tell you the amount of nights. I, I every two weeks, James, we're on the road somewhere. Yeah. St. I, I, just St. Louis. We were just there. i full of crack horse. Bananas. Your, I could not Your I, whole room was full. I got of them. in. I, I had to when we finished the show, I had to jump in my room and shoulder the door. That's the thing is it's I had packed. To, it was crazy. It's just gang members, Crazy.
0: cab drivers, crack horses. They're it, everywhere. There's crack everywhere. Yeah. It's you don't know how it happens. <laughs> Everyone has that. All I did was rent a room. What the fuck, man? He said, all I really care about is my family. Yeah. People read all this about a prostitute and crack, and they're going to draw their own conclusions. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> you got caught with a crack and, prost- crack and prostitutes. That's right. conclusion drawing time. He says, but my wife knows the truth. She's the sweetest girl in the world. And now she take when she takes our kids to school, people look at her like she's married to some lunatic. I put myself in a bad position here, but it's all related to my problems with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs. So booze. So he's sitting there feeling all smug. Yeah. And, uh, but you know what? Sometimes he gets an itch and he has to go through From that old, time. through those old neighborhoods yeah. again, just to show himself how much he doesn't need it. Yeah. That's the thing. Find the haunt to shake and you it. know what though, yeah. man? He just, pulls he sees a guy that looks like he could help him one day and he pulls over and he yeah. goes, man, help me out. And it's Esteves Jones, <laughs> 70s black exploitation film star and MMA fighter. And he says... Oh. Motherfucker, how is it you come to arrive here, man? But five hundred dollars worth of crack. You know how much motherfucking crack you could have got for five hundred dollars? You stupid ass motherfucker. A travel lodge. I will tell you though, you know how to treat a lady, my friend. I, you know what? Any of my girls, anytime, I hand them right over to you because you know how to treat. You're a fucking gentleman. You motherfucking gentleman. $500 worth of crack. You even gave crack to her pimp. Right. You know how many times I send "Girl, they never come home with crack for me. Never be like, yo, here's the money and some extra crack for you. You know what I'm saying? You're a gentleman, motherfucker. Next time you need anybody, is my personal number. You get a hold of me right there. I'll hit you up. It's a pager, though. You gotta page me. You know, yeah. I don't get with that cell phone shit. You, know so how it goes. you page me up, uh, I'll hit you, you put
1: up. put in a number and press the pound sign. That's, That's how, how it
0: you works. find So me. Yeah, poof. And, 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 a, and a poof of, of leather print or leopard print yeah. and cracker He's gone, and Pound Kevin. Signs. Kevin was pissed because he's like, I thought I had it, <laughs> thought I had it all right there. So, uh, June of two thousand, he says, "quote Maybe I'm lucky to be alive." Now he's, <laughs> now he's, now he's lucky. Now he's lucky to be alive. Yeah. He says, "I'm lucky. Uh, I'm lucky in that I put myself in a bad position, and now I'm grateful that I'm able to be sitting here with a great family, still able to play in the league. If the cops didn't come, who knows? Maybe I would have been killed."
1: Oh Jesus, it's
0: fucking sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They said, Well, are you going to, you think teams are going to want you now? And he says, Quote, obviously teams are going to be scared. I know that. He says, But I'm clear headed now. I'm good now. Uh-huh. So, I'm good now. Don't Certainly. you know that? And I know I can play well. And I don't mean as a third or fourth line guy, I can be a first or second line. I don't have that desire to drink, that relentlessness in me. I'll be able to go somewhere and truly be able to give it my best shot. I know wherever it is, it's not going to be a good contract, but I don't really care about that. I'll take an invitation somewhere. No contract. Go in and earn it. I just want to earn my way back. I just don't want it to end here like this.
1: Respect.
0: Respect. He's that's got a, mine right now. That's, that's respect. Admitting
1: uh, his faults and and saying, no, look, just give me... The, not I really mean, admitting his faults. Apart, apart from the yeah, crack.
0: Apart from the crack. <laughs> and the, apart from everything he did wrong. <laughs> yeah. Admitting that he did something wrong, just not the correct things. And then going Still. and saying, I'll earn my way back. That's fine. Fu- yeah. That I do respect yeah. in the league. I don't want a big contract. I will earn mm-hmm. my way back in the league. So July 7, 2000, Philadelphia takes a chance on yeah. it. The Flyers, they signed one. One year deal, 600 grand base level, just, you know, veteran kind of thing. Only plays in 23 games with Philly, though, uh, there. It doesn't quite work out. In December of 2000, he strikes a deal with the prosecutors to enter a year-long drug treatment program, and four fifty two thousand five hundred fifty one dollars he had with with him the night of the arrest. Donate that to the party fund of the police force, or something. Uh, (laughs) Send that over to the Democratic National Convention. (laughs) Yeah, send that over there. Uh, This program requires him to meet with a judge Every two weeks and take twice weekly drug tests. So oh, a this is a, a lot. A full year of that. A full shit. year of that. You'd oh be exhausted. By that you'd need crack when yeah. you're done with that. After the flea, he says, it's all good now. He says, This time I'm going to meetings. It's pretty comfortable. It's helped. I'm starting to realize that I have to how it's how I have to feel about myself, not how other people feel about me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. July uh, January twenty four or fourteenth, two thousand one, he's traded from uh Philly to Pittsburgh. Back home. Back home. Yeah. Back, to Lemieux wants him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they—that's what they all want to do. They think it's—it's it's, you know—it's a good deal here. But he only plays 32 games for the Penguins, cool. scores one goal and four assists. Gosh. So. It's kind of over for him here. Uh, uh, you know, he uh, tested clean throughout his year in the program. He yeah. finished that up. Uh, uh, they said that his wife and three children didn't make the trip for his graduation from this year long program. <laughs> uh, but he credits his family with his success in it. He said, I've been very lucky because I had a lot of support and some people don't have that. I feel a sense of relief. It's nice to get out of this program and go on with my life. Sure, he'll be fine now. Uh Uh, At 2001, he uh, enters the NHL substance abuse program again. So, yeah, uh, that's going to happen here. Finally, uh, January 10th, 2002, he goes home to consider retirement. He's unhappy with his playing time. He wants counseling for personal problems. And he ends up uh, on January 30th deciding to retire of 2002. So he retires, though. In his career, he plays in 522 games. He has 260 goals and 295. Assists so 555 points in 522 games. It's amazing. Nothing to be ashamed of, yeah. right there. That's a great career, except for the crack. Except for that crack, he averaged 45 goals and 98 points in his four seasons. Uh, right before the accident, yeah. the the big not the accident, but the mm-hmm. injury here. So uh, he averaged just nine goals after that. So not terrific. Uh, he retires. Uh, he's got a nice house. It's a house that overlooks the ocean, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's not bad. Yeah. He's in his home area here. Uh, he's trying to settle into the routine. Uh, he says that he's focused on his kids. He wants to be a good father. He says, I stayed sober because I had to. So I was miserable. This is what later on he'll explain about this time in his life. Yeah. Uh, I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs because I couldn't. There, But there was no happiness, no solution in my life where I could live without drugs. Even though I wasn't using it, it was still controlling my life. Yeah. That's all he wanted. Uh, he says that his wife held the family together and made sure the kids had some some sense of a normal household because he was not there all the all the way in his mind. Uh, he about a year after he retires, he hurts his neck while weightlifting. An injury is bad for this guy, and a
1: weightlifting one is. That's, yeah, that's pretty much the end of things. it's bad.
0: He a friend gives him some Percocet to deal with the pain. Eesh, shit. Not great. No. So now he's getting drugs from a source, too. That's right. not a yeah, it's not good. Uh, so he says that his real problem with what was with stimulants, though. So he was OK. Uh, but he took the Percocet and quickly grew into a serious dependence on opioids because uh-huh that's what happens and especially if you're a drug addict to begin with and then you get pills you're going to want more pills so he said that uh, uh, it was a physical pull greater than he's ever felt before Mm -hmm. he said he felt like he needed pills to survive at this point Uh, he took opioids in any form he could get them. he went doctor shopping went doctor to doctor lying about his injuries and being a hockey player Mm -hmm. these doctors would be sympathetic at first and say oh I have this pile of injuries my Mm -hmm. face has been reconstructed look at my x-rays hip flexor tibia fibula I broke and shit i got all sorts of stuff i'm in a lot of pain so you could get a lot of different doctors to write you a prescription one time yeah so uh they uh, he did and then he would stick with that doctor for a while till he would they would stop giving him prescriptions he'd go to other places finally he'd, he'd go to street dealers because that's what you do right once doctors stop prescribing you shit Those guys always keep it up. Where do you go? Yeah. Uh, He says during this period, he needed about 500 bucks a day in drugs to survive. Holy shit. To survive, he said. $500 a day. Keep from getting sick. He said he spent millions using drugs. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, He said after he pawned everything of value that he had including both his Stanley cup rings. Yeah. Sold his rings, man. Uh, he said, quote, if it wasn't nailed down, I was going to sell it. Mm -hmm. Uh, wow. Sold both his rings for drugs. I believe it. Fuck man. We've had that so often on this show. He said, when you're in the middle of an addiction, it's hard. You need drugs. You don't, uh, you don't need them to get high. You need them just to live. People don't realize that you need them just to get through the day. Because if you don't, you're sick. That's a bad feeling. So 2004, Suzanne's had enough, and they separate. Because I mean, Jesus Christ, this is crazy. There's only uh, so far you can go. Yeah, that. you can't. Uh, 2006, he finds the uh, Penguins hire him uh-huh. as an East Coast scout. <gasps> so they don't know about his no. issues right now. Uh, so he's gonna be scouting all right. He's gonna be scouting a lot of yeah. crack spots or pill spots. Yeah. Uh, he said that he wanted people to. Uh, he liked going back to Pittsburgh. That's where people had positive remembrances of him where he was a great player and all that sort of shit uh he said that he wanted to try to put his addiction aside for the team but he couldn't uh he tried He he says kids were getting really good at sports as we'll talk to he says that he kept a distance he says quote uh this is his sister i'm sorry he says quote it was hard for the kids because they weren't sure when kevin was going to show up my heart broke for them he was a mess sometimes he would forget to pick them up from school or a practice because he was doing drugs right. other times he'd show up high at their hockey games wow all wasted uh he was asked to leave the arena more than once don't be that dad and they don't want to ask the, the the professional hockey guy to leave no i mean that's the last guy they want to we ask. We need that guy here we need pointers we need tips He's the guy, yeah, he's gotta really be a dick. Uh he said being a good dad was no work for me when I was sober. I love being a good dad. But when you're in this addiction, you look back and I was a bad father, a bad husband, a bad son, a bad brother, all of those things this thing takes from you. So uh uh during this time, uh when he was when he would stay sober for a week at a time, the penguins were impressed by him. He's got got a got a good eye for talent. Yeah. He's a hockey guy. Yeah. I mean, he knows hockey. Uh, so they he, they said he he saw things and prospects that other people didn't see. <laughs> he saw certain things. Uh, they said that he was a you know a, a he was promising basically. Uh, but when he was kind of off a little bit he was way off and they were like what's wrong with him yeah. you know damage. Uh, yeah well that that he could put it on sure. that he said i've had a lot of highs and a lot of lows mentally i've had a tough time dealing with the highs and lows i put so much pressure on myself you beat yourself up uh beat yourself up it takes its toll i would say uh he is employed though with the penguins from 2005 through 2012 wow as a scout here seven
1: years of that shit.
0: uh yeah he says he just took Tons of opioids all through this shit here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing to survive. Traveling from travel lodge to travel lodge. Yeah. Uh, March 18th, 2010, he's invited to the GM's office in Pittsburgh, and uh, uh, he wasn't sure why the GM wanted to see him, but as soon as he walked in the door, he realized because there was also the... Uh, uh, Dan Cronin and Dr. Brian Shaw, who are from the NHL and NHLPA Substance Abuse Program. And we need to talk. He knows that, and yeah. And we've seen each other before. <laughs> yeah. He walked in and he said he laughed and he said, oh my God, you guys, what are you guys doing here? And they said, Kevin, you know why we're here. <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
1: we hear we hear the pill bottles in your pants. I can hear you, you
0: rattling as you come in here. You're either really into tic tacs. Let's smell your breath. Right. You smell like oranges right now. If not, you're fucking you're right. you got problems.
2: <laughs>
0: so lemieux mario lemieux sends his private jet to take stevens to the rehab facility in florida Lemieux's so, got a jet. wow that's a hell of a way to go to rehab awesome uh yeah he said uh his father and sister were there uh he said that uh, uh the the pittsburgh gm said quote there wasn't a mad bone in his body it was just kevin he was like oh man you got me again <laughs> like a little kid uh wow he admitted to his friends and family that he had a problem at this point too he's uh, got like a girlfriend that he's cultivating and he says he's going to give rehab another try he stays in rehab for less than 30 days before he is kicked out for having a relationship with a fellow patient god damn it Uh, he's fucking another patient wait is he married they're separated okay. in 2004 god damn it yeah this is this is a mess this guy's
1: just chasing this
0: is 2010 this okay. is right around they get divorced right after this got it so uh, yeah so uh, he gets that shortly after that now the penguins fire him yeah. because he got kicked out of rehab yeah, uh, yeah. so he keeps for trying trying
1: to fuck another junkie you
0: know, for fucking another junkie not for trying he was successful oh, they, he was actually yeah. doing he had a relationship oh, with another poor, patient hey, oh boy and uh, his second attempt at rehab doesn't take either his counseling doesn't work he's yeah. not doing doing well uh 2010 uh now he's kind of even pittsburgh has now put him in rehab and all that his wife divorces him uh, his friend said he was unreachable by phone he would change his phone number all the time he would borrow money from friends and family and yeah. promise to pay them back and uh i'm a good guy <laughs> I'm, my award oh shit i sold that for crack uh he said that uh, uh all, a lot of his friends said they had to cut him out of their lives because he was just he refused to get help. Guy. All he did was come and take money from you. And yeah. it's, you know, they were afraid to be around him. They said uh, people said they went years without speaking to him. His one friend said it came to a point where he had to realize it was himself. He had to realize the responsibility was his own. I just stopped reaching out to him. Now, uh, uh, Mark Reckey, his old teammate, said we had to take a step back. Yeah. He said that was probably the hardest thing as a friend, thinking every day that something bad, uh, something bad happened or maybe he's dead. So uh, November of 2011, his father, Arthur, is diagnosed with pancreatic <sighs> cancer, which is rough.
1: That's a bad one.
0: That's really bad. Um, yeah, he said that uh, uh, Stevens, uh, he tried to be there for his dad for to for the illness. He tried to reconnect with his family. Yeah. He'd offered to drive Artie to the hospital for his appointments, but then a few times he got sleepy at the wheel and drifted into other lanes. So his father eventually asked him not to drive him anymore because yeah. he scared him. Yeah. Because he hasn't <laughs> slept all night and he's in the morning taking his dad. To pancreatic
1: fuck cancer him. patients like, enough with you. I could die you're gonna kill me. <laughs> you're more dangerous than pancreatic yeah, cancer. This is crazy.
0: So uh when Artie's on his deathbed, ah. he says to uh, to Kevin's sister, "quote Promise that you won't promise me that you won't give up on Kevin. Help him get better. Promise me that." So now they had to agree on a deathbed to help him. Now, so the family's on board. May two thousand twelve, his father Arthur dies, uh, which is not great. Oh, damn it. December sixteenth, two thousand fourteen, uh, he is Kevin is high on a mix of opioids and Ambien. Oh, Which is... No. Uh,
1: that's sleepy time.
0: That is a rough mix, boy. What's he doing? He's found a cocktail for him. Yeah. Uh, he falls asleep at the wheel. He's yeah. driving on all that shit. Wow. Crashes head first into an oncoming vehicle. Oh, boy. Uh, he Good news is... <laughs> not wearing a seatbelt. It's all right. Uh, he smashed his head into the windshield. So? Uh, <laughs> shattered the glass. Yeah. Uh, he's rushed to the hospital. Told the vehicle. Oh, uh, yeah. With his head? With his fucking steel plate head he has to undergo emergency surgery several vertebral discs in his neck were broken wow uh, as was his collarbone and he'd also suffered another severe head injury so this is not great but his
1: face is great
0: (laughs) his face is looking perfect the other driver walked away without a scratch. Wow. Somehow no charges were put on him. In this, <laughs> He was high and admittedly high on all these drugs, and because the other guy didn't get hurt, somehow they didn't press charges. Unreal. I don't know how he got away well, with like
1: that. They, they figure he's suffering enough? I, I don't know. Jesus. Uh,
0: the surgeon who treated him said he was lucky he wasn't paralyzed or killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said he spent the next three weeks in intensive care. Yeah, i Three weeks, and then two months in rehab <sighs> after that. Uh, so... He said that uh, uh, the problem was there. Uh, and Now, at the same time, his girlfriend, this woman named Fallon, uh, is pregnant with a baby. Uh, and uh, he says once he gets out of the hospital, he says maybe this is a symbolic chance, a second chance. No. Maybe I can start over. But he never stops doing
1: Of course drugs. not.
0: Now, 2015, his son Luke is drafted by the Carolina Hurricanes. Really? But instead chooses, I mean, he'll, I'm sure, play later. He said, you know what, though? I have a better opportunity. I'm going to go to Yale. Wow. The son is at yale kid's right now brilliant kid his son is a senior at yale unbelievable who's got a hockey career waiting for him Jesus. Or, you know anything he wants to whatever do whatever he gets from he yale. Went to yale he's fine <laughs> ridiculous wow wow uh so november of 2015 his girlfriend is five months pregnant mm-hmm. he arranges to pick up a package of oxycodone Asshole. uh he's he's doing low-level drug dealing Asshole. now looking for money uh, and
1: support his drug habit.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. So it's it's that's exactly what it is. He discussed his plans, which also include selling his own prescription pills in a wiretapped phone conversation Idiot. with his friend uh, Christopher Alonardo, who's also implicated in a local FBI investigation. Uh, he says, "Quote: This is Kevin. Quote: You know you're not going to fucking make two thousand to three thousand every time." But he says, "But he needed to do it. He needs to put some money in the bank account." Is what he's saying. So. <sighs> He needs money. So March 2016, uh, Fallon, his girlfriend, has a baby boy. Yeah. He shows up late to the hospital, Kevin yeah, does, like an idiot. Does. Yeah. Uh, Kelly he his, nodded off somewhere. Yeah, his sister and mother were already there. They saw that he's super high yeah. when he shows up. Uh, his sister and mother are pissed, and uh, yeah, that's their, their matter. He couldn't even show up sober for that. So uh, bad stuff. Yeah. Gets worse. May 2016, uh, he is charged with uh, conspiracy and possession with intent to distribute oxycodone. Mm-hmm. Not good. What happens? Well, uh, the when he's after he's wiretapped, they know it recognized who he was. Yeah. Pretty notable local figure here and all that sort of shit. And uh, they were like, hmm, I bet a guy like that doesn't want to go to jail. Right. I bet a guy like that would do anything to not go to jail. Yeah. Like, you know, inform on Talk other about people. other people. Yeah, he's Hell got, yeah. he actually has something to lose. Mm-hmm. So they look at him and they go, okay. Uh, so they, uh, he, Stevens met a drug dealer at a bus station mm-hmm. in Braintree, Massachusetts in November of 2015. FBI agents were watching. Uh, he got, Kevin received 175 oxycodone pills. Mm-hmm. And after the exchange, he drove away and his truck was pulled over a block away from the, the exchange. He's allowed to go free, but they talk to him and they say, if you want to work with here's what we can do. Yep. You've had some problems. We could take you to jail right now Mm -hmm. and your face is going to be on the front page. Every fucking newspaper. He's at it again. This fucking idiot. You're never going to get back with the penguins. All this shit's going to happen or. Right. You could tell us a couple of things we want to know. Start chatting. You can start chatting a little yeah. bit and start. So he, that's just singing voice. He says, "Yeah, that's <laughs> just singing voice." Chief. He says, "Sounds great." Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, any throat S- coat. <laughs> oh, I got it. Sounds awesome. So uh, they let him go. Uh-huh. Uh, but for the next four months, they checked in with him regularly and they would push him to imp- work with people and implicate people in the drug trade. He agreed, but never did anything. Nothing. He just wouldn't do anything. He just dragged them along. Never gave them anything of value. What happens is eventually they kick down your condo door yeah. and they fucking raid your house in the morning right. and uh, drag know you you're out. Still in cuffs. In, right. You're still involved. Yeah. And that's what they do. They drag him out in cuffs. They raid his fucking house. Uh, they say he's responsible for one hundred. Seventy-five pills that time on that uh, transaction. Mm -hmm. He's super fucked now because now he's like he he was all the I'm good now. Penguins hired me. I'm great now. He's really fucked. Rehab. I mean Jesus Christ. He's got a fucking newborn baby. I mean God damn it. I mean fuck. I know the head injury. I feel bad for him because of the head injury. And then you got Fallon and you got this baby and other kids. I feel bad for all these people, Jimmy. I really do, but not nearly. As bad. Oh, sweet Jesus! As I feel for what a
1: throwaway, it throwaway white is. guy name.
0: <laughs> Kevin Stevens, yeah. an analytical chemist in New York, he oh, could make drugs for he him. Could. Uh, Kevin Stevens, an Australian rugby league footballer from the seventies and eighties. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh, Kevin Stevens, a former Australian rules football player who played with Footscray in the Victorian Football League. I don't know. Uh, Kevin Stevens of Team Karate or Team USA Karate. <laughs> (laughs) he is uh he's got all sorts of titles a six-time junior national team member all sorts of shit uh uh I don't know. Who cares? He won a gold medal in 2018 for his karate. There are so many Kevin Stevens. So many. And finally, this is the worst one of all. Kevin Stevens Jr. Oh, my God. A football player. He's an athlete. Jesus. From Keene University. He went to Sterling High in New Jersey. He's a black dude. He's definitely not related to this Kevin Stevens. But, uh he's gonna get a few like yeah no that's not me <laughs> poor guy so uh, 2016 uh, uh, oh this is Kevin Stevens here in 2016 because I feel like it's so bad for Kevin Stevens jr yeah. I'm gonna give you a couple of his stats just okay. to put him out there good job Kevin Stevens jr. 2016 he appeared in, uh, appeared in six games as his first year as a first year player recorded a total of eight tackles and an interception and a fumble recovery he had four tackles against Christopher Newport University mm. on September 4th his career aspirations he'd like to be an entrepreneur and uh, his favorite tv show is game of thrones also he's an early bird you hate him so there's that
1: (laughs) stupid fucking tv show dumb shit tv show so where the fuck Keen like New Hampshire Keen or I don't know where it is Christopher K-E-A-N. Stevens what is it k-e-a-n-k-e-a-n K-E-A-N. that ain't New Hampshire I don't know I don't even know where the fuck that is I assume
0: is. it's in the Northeast because he went to high, to college and high school in New yeah. Jersey so get it together man
1: you're playing at shit schools <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome go harder stop watching TV you're watching dumb Jesus. shit anyway <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
0: So he's in jail, uh-huh. sitting in jail, and he says that he's scared to be in prison. He doesn't want to be in prison. He says once he's in jail, he said, quote, my life was either going to go left or right. I had to make a decision. Yeah. This is 2016. Right, uh, Bail is arranged, and he walks out of prison. He goes to an AA meeting, he says, gets hooked up with his old sponsor. Uh, uh, yeah, the whole deal here. He's supposed to face trial. He's got to get his shit together. Uh, he's One of his old uh, friend of his is Ron Hayes. He's a guy he met in AA and he said the guy knew nothing about hockey but they connected for a while they even lived together they were roommates for a while uh he said that uh hayes had been sober though and stevens had not be so stevens told him that he needed help and uh uh they said that the guy said he would try to help him and they would go uh they would go to a 7 a.m A.A. meeting every morning yikes and afterwards they'd go to hayes's house and hang out and uh you know talk about family and all that sort of shit and try not to talk about how great drugs would be right now so uh are they allowed to drink coffee in those probably not huh yeah yeah
1: oh AA, not na
0: right yeah no a- a- any form of uh addiction counseling yeah. whatever you're in there for they tell you you know whatever if you're in aa they'll be like yeah do this but if you smoke smoke two packs a day because yeah. you need to you're gonna yeah, need supplement. to you're gonna need to do something <laughs> literally like you're yeah, that's you smoke. You drink coffee. Right. Don't don't try multiple things at once. Quit this, then quit that. You can't do everything at once because you'll snap and then just go on a binge of everything. Right? Fuck it. Uh, so. Uh, uh yeah he stayed sober for the year before his trial in May of 2017 he goes to court his friends and family submit dozens of letters asking the court to give him a chance another chance to told, the story told of a different guy than you know he's not a drug dealer you know he's a guy with a big laugh he's a leader on the hockey right. uh, on the on the in the on the ice uh, you know they talk about how his head trauma and his injury caused his addiction it's not his fault and uh, you know all this type of shit uh uh uh, mario lemieux said quote kevin has acknowledged that he's made mistakes but as many loyal friends in hockey know that he's a good person who wants to make amends he's got mario lemieux writing fucking letters for him which isn't good prosecutors though they say that fuck that uh he was a drug dealer it was about the decision to traffic drugs not being addicted to drugs uh they said that they uh uh, the authorities are not going to allege that he's a large scale dealer but uh they said that uh uh uh, Kevin, they use his his on tape. He said one time, you've got to make money. There's nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. So they use that. He says he knew knows he was dealing drugs. The prosecutor said, Mrs. Mr. Stevens was dealing drugs, just like any other drug dealer who walks into this court. So There's nothing special is what they're going to try and tell him. Uh, uh, so. They basically, uh, uh, he says that he's he acknowledges that he's had more opportunities than others and uh, uh, he had no need to resort to drug dealing and uh, that sort of thing here. The judge said, quote, we don't sentence people in federal court for being addicted to drugs, but he crossed the line into becoming a drug dealer his attorney said i wish uh uh i wish i could have uh, uh, have had a great career and a great life but i didn't that's what his words through his attorney it hurt my family it hurt my kids it hurt my parents it hurt everybody and i paid a big price the judge says uh the risk of interrupting the progress that has been made is perhaps unwise risk to take uh, about him, been uh, getting out of rehab. He said so he would be doing something else. Uh, they said that uh, basically, like most drug dealers, he'd be doing something else if he wasn't feeding his addiction. And he says, "You sir, may fuck off." Ten thousand dollar fine and three years probation for fucking dealing
1: oxy. Three years probation, ten thousand dollar fine. That's it. He got off light. That's twice. Uh is I think that's light. Is it, but he's in the system. He got busted there's, federally. Yeah, but there's no way he's going to there's no way he's going to comply with that
0: well, he's also, uh, not only that, three years probation, and he must be involved in public speaking and anti-drug educational efforts yeah. uh, there. The, the the courtroom cheered. All his friends cheered because yeah. he didn't have to go to jail. Right. Uh, so he walks out. Uh, he says, quote, I wish it never happened. It's something this is after he gets sentenced. He told the judge, it's something that hurts me. I hurt my family. I hurt my kids. I hurt my parents, all that. He says, I just want to help people. Yeah. That's all he wants to do. Yeah. 2017, the Penguins rehire him as a scout. What? Special assignment scout uh, he does uh, they said that he attended at least one AA meeting two if it was a bad day uh, he went to the gym he wanted to get in shape he lost almost 50 pounds wow. uh, going to the gym he says that he has to go to a, a parole officer randomly for a drug test mm-hmm. but that's it uh, he says he's good now yeah. he says I don't know probably because I had to jail and all that stuff for addicts that's nothing I've already put addiction in front of my everything my family that's the most important thing to me in the world. For me to go to jail is not a big deal. What did I get sober for this time? It just kind of happened. It worked. Then you get to a point when you feel good again, you have to give yourself time. After six, seven, eight months, I started to feel like I had a purpose again. I didn't have that for a long time. I wanted to keep feeling that. The first 28 years of my life were great. I had a lot happen, but when I hit addiction, I got this spiral. It's been 24 years and a lot of ups and downs and a lot of pain and a lot of people and myself uh, for a lot of people and myself. It's nice to be accountable again and to be the person I wanted to be and always wanted to be, but I couldn't do this until I put this thing behind me. It's nice to be that person that's accountable again so uh at this point he starts uh uh he starts uh he he's he also he works for the penguins he picks up he picks up work on the side with an electrician pal of his uh-huh. uh he speaks regularly to kids now and oh, to boy he into groups he yeah. his his main gig And he's also a pro scout for the uh, penguins but he goes around giving speeches now and he gets
1: paid for an
0: anti drug speech i don't know what he's getting paid he's or if he's doing it for that i would hope so because i mean jesus december 2017 he starts a podcast and a radio thing whatever it is yeah. called crosscheck uh he will host a show alongside dea agent jack our former dea agent jack titleman uh, and uh each week crosscheck will feature a notable guest from the world of sports entertainment in politics, will share their real experiences with, with real experiences with substance abuse and how it's impacted their life. They're
1: fi- he's finding junkies that played sports to talk
0: to talk politicians, just people that they uh, knew.
1: Get Willie Mays.
0: Uh, yeah, Willie Mays, Aikens would be great. The show hopes to end the stigma behind substance abuse in a non-preachy manner. It says uh, uh, there, and uh, they said that uh, you
1: know how you do that in a non-preachy manner admit that you were in a fucking travel lodge with prostitutes and tell that you're story. You're smoke
0: crack and then fuck a prostitute. <laughs> Just say that. Or try to. You tell that too much story.
1: Crack. God so, damn
0: it. Uh, he's speaking in 2018. He says uh, I was sitting in, in seats that you're sitting in now saying it's never going to be me. Now I'm up here talking. It's kind of weird how it all happened, but I honestly thought I I honestly never thought ever, ever, ever. I never knew anything about addiction, uh, he says. So uh, people say that his speech aren't preachy he's just very honest he's very fucking straightforward he meets with uh he hands out his cell phone numbers to these people and meets them one-on-one and you know over coffee with them uh yeah he (laughs) says it's about reaching out some people are at different stages they want to get clean they just want to talk or they just want to talk I bs with them for a little people did it to me what they gave me uh what they gave me uh to help me was to get clean and sober you have to give it back if someone needs help you have to be there 2018 he's inducted into the silver lakes high school hall of fame god damn it nice uh, he, he said those were some great times i loved loved hanging out every day and playing hockey with teammates that are still great friends of mine today look forward to seeing everyone at the induction ceremony
1: he's A good guy in
0: 2019 a documentary 23 minute film called shattered is released <laughs> like his face <laughs> 23
1: minutes to tell the story
0: it's like a TV show.
1: Suppose, it's like a yeah. half
0: hour of yeah. TV with commercials. So I think maybe that's probably why they're probably. making it. Too, so it can play it on Nessun or one of those Northeastern <laughs> sports networks. <laughs> yeah. Play on MSG and Nessun and shit. But uh yeah, it's and it's been, I saw it was played to all sorts of, people were coming to see this fucking thing. They were showing it around. September 2019 he gets a promotion and uh, he uh, uh, has been promoted to pro scouting oh. for the Penguins here. And uh, yeah, he says that he's he his final thing is he says he's one of the lucky ones. He says, I shouldn't be here right now. I have 100,000 lives. It's one of those things. I don't know sometimes. I wonder why I'm still here and people said God kept me alive for a reason. It's not hockey. It's to help people with the addiction thing because it's so bad out there. We need to let people know there's a way out out and uh his at celebrity networth.com has it says he's got one million dollars which we know possibly isn't true because it's bullshit somebody tweeted mine today Gary that said Howard. 16 million dollars Well,
1: first it said six million then he refreshed then it said seven million then he refreshed again 16 million dollars um, james you had, are a good growl- <laughs> had a good day had a good day I saw that, and I'm like, You well, grow money faster than anybody I well, know. Well, who
0: the fuck took 98.999% of that shit? Because I haven't seen it, you cocksuckers. Can't get enough? Yeah. You can go to Leland's.com and get a 1993 game-worn All-Star game jersey oh. by Kevin Stevens. $478.80, but it's a game-worn All-Star jersey. It's pretty good. You can get a Kevin Stevens hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Coho brand, fifty nine ninety five. Yeah. And also go to PowerForward25.com. To donate to his cause and uh-huh. speak, speaking yeah. and see what he does. If you're into the addiction counseling thing, <laughs> and then uh, also cross check podcasts. I don't know if right. it's still going on, but since we just made fun of him for three hours, I feel like Maybe we should well give, him, give a, him a plug. Give him a plug if you're interested. <laughs> that everybody is Kevin Stevens, unreal, and the story of the Travel Lodge <laughs> night from hell. There, holy hell! So that He's, is that. he
1: Never did crack, James. <laughs> he never once. He will never. I've never even seen it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's never seen it. I don't know I never what it mind doing. Like. I don't even know what it looks like. So uh, yeah, that is Kevin yeah. Stevens. Holy shit! Uh, that's a crazy story. Mm. That's the one we had saved up for you for this week.
1: How can they tell you if they liked it?
0: Yeah, well, if, if you liked it, yeah. there's an easy way to tell us. You can you can tell everyone, as a matter of fact. Go to Apple Podcasts, that purple icon, and give us five stars. doesn't matter what you say. you got to yeah. say something. Just say, they're forcing me to do this um, following instructions. It really doesn't matter. But it helps on the business end so much. It does. Also, go to ShutUpAndGiveMeMurder.com for all of your small-town murder and crime and sports needs. we got a ton of new merch up there, so check that out. All sorts of different designs. Yeah. There's new products they put on Threadless there through our site. So check all that out. It's all on there. And uh, get all that. Get your live show tickets uh, April 8th in Nashville, Tennessee at Zany's. There's still a few tickets left for the the crime and sports. All the other ones are sold out. So that's the only thing to sell. Uh, Do that. Buy those. Uh, Follow us on social media. You can can do that. We are at crime and sports on Twitter and Facebook and at small town murder on Instagram. You can do that if you want to be a hero of ours, a goddamn heroic human being, one of our producers who we're about to gush about. We're going to really say how much we love these people. If you want to be one of these people, very easy to do that. Just go to patreon.com slash crime and sports or head over to PayPal and use our email address, which is crime and sports at gmail.com. Any of those will work. And uh, Jimmy, I think it's time to tell
1: me about the people who
0: have done just that. Hit me with those names right now.
1: This week's executive producers are Carol Feely, who don't she, she so fucking sweet of her. She donated and then and then went over to Patreon and jumped in there. also. Wow. Thank you. You're a sweetheart. Thank you, Carol. Uh, Mikey Giovanni Garcia, uh, Winalea, uh, no, Will uh, Merced. That's ah, her name. Okay. I'm never gonna get that right. <laughs> and she donates quite free. Well, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you so much. Uh, Nikki, uh, Ritterhoff, she's up in Chicago. Thank you, Nikki. And Tanya, uh, Volanek, you guys all have a difficult, except for Carol. Everybody's <laughs> name makes me stumble. Uh, and our other. Other producers this week are Thomas Smith, um Mike Ox Oxmall and with no last name Kobe Nier N- uh Nikirk, uh Travis Hall Alexandra uh, Podor- Podoraki, Anthony uh, Anthony Canella, Eric Rodriguez. No. yeah. Eric Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Rodriguez, Lindsay Sullivan, Ashley Vio, Lucas Malik, uh, Michael da- da- Bartolomeo. Uh, John Lash, he donated twice. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Uh, Aspen Cloud, Alexander Calder, Kara Barcroft, Emilio- William Wheat, uh, Justin Anderson, James Martyr, Kelly Ru Legoggle. Ralaggle. Uh, <laughs> Jesse Strickland, Jesse Hartman, Laura Williams, Tara Miller, uh, Michael Stull, jo- Josh Brooks, and Mike. Mike's donated a bunch of times, and uh, we're, he's coming to the show in Texas. I forget which one. Uh, Rebecca Schaefer, Taylor Hahn, Sh- uh, Cheyenne, uh, Anthony Colon, Reagan Shalkley, Megan... Megan Long, Ray Coon, Ray Coon uh, Pay, uh, Peyton Meadows, Liz Leslie, Clifton Brown, Ryan Sim, okay. Kayla Peel, Zach Keaton, Gary Howard, Jessica Cat, or Je- Jesse Cat, uh, I think it's Jessica Cat. Uh, yeah, yeah that's thank on. you. Re- Rebecca Oxford, Joanna Joanne Ahern, uh, Jennifer Flores, uh, Brian Keithley, uh, Ryan Persad, Yeah sad Jake Jake no Blake Jacobs Jake Blakeubs or Blake Jacobs it's the same uh <laughs> Jessica Schaefer I said that I think J- uh, Heather White Benjamin Lane Mark Foster Naima Shea Allison Abernathy uh, Charlene Culvert, uh Jude Kendall Angela Peña Evie Hansen Cameron Cameron Mitchell James Hawkins uh, y- yes, Taylor Nicole, Justin- Cameron Mitchell. Yep, like the actor. Y- I think so. That's amazing. Is there a Cameron Mitchell actor? Yeah, he was
0: he's like the B movie king, and he's, he's, he's it's never mind. It's Hilarious. It's, it's not
1: him. No, I'm uh, sure,
0: well he's dead, so it's definitely. <laughs> well not then, him. yeah, but, for yeah. sure not him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's great
0: though that they share a name.
1: <laughs> Justin Miller. Uh, I said that Elizabeth Dibble, Nat uh, Huel- Singh, uh Taylor. Taylor. We've had an, a deluge of Nicoles and Taylors. We Taylor. had a lot of those. Taylor Codwallader uh mark gooding jocelyn cooksey jordan bennett thank you jordan hey, teak james k Deek. yes no peak is that a p <laughs> <laughs> k peak i think uh ramon saucito uh Su- susan keller robin anderson carl bittner uh kara joseph david karias chloe carlson <laughs> martha with no last name jim crow not that one Jacqueline, <laughs> Jacqueline donaldson ov films jesus christ <laughs> Cr- uh chris dale i think Uh, I think so. Emily Wilkins, Aaron with no last name, Adam Smart, uh, Sarah Nicole, Kai Sakura, or Key, Uh, Mary Faust or Fouse. I think it's Faust. I think that was right. Yeah. Uh, Madison Courtier, uh, Nick G, Rush Rosenberger, I think. Uh, Rush Rosenberger. Militia? No, Melita. Melita. I'm so sorry. Militia? <laughs> <laughs> De Moro? Uh Bonnie Milne, uh, Sharon Hill, Adam Shawick, Shawisk, uh, Max M- M- Mathias, <laughs> the, G- <laughs> the Galagos Family, Sam Lang, Rebecca Kaiser Rice, uh, Charlotte Ga- Galway, Kyrie Campbell, Jacob Schra- Schra- Scra- uh scrabba alicia <laughs> Alyssa camacho alison hymer Brittany mead richard radcliffe kaylin Peeston, uh dakota clever uh or cleaver uh, lana Nikita- Nikitin, nikit nikitin <laughs> yep Derek romer molly miles lauren vargas mike de grief uh th- the three g no the th- what is that damn it the three G. O. the th- the third arc archangel is that what i wrote <laughs> <laughs> The 360 Archangel, Ian Bourne, Jacqueline M., uh, Ashley Scarlett, Drew Badger, Reed Whaley, uh, Jordan Lee, or Leah, uh, Jeanette Brown, uh, Jessica Hubber, and all of our Patreon supporters. You guys make this show uh, possible and make our lives worth living. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, so much. Honestly,
0: from the bottom of our hearts, Mm -hmm. you you keep this show going, you make it work, and you make us only care what you think. So it's great. Uh, We can keep doing the show you like and not what sponsors or networks or advertisers or anybody else likes. So thank you for doing that. And what if people wanted to thank you for something or drive your face hard into the ice? (laughs) How might they do that?
1: (laughs) At Wisman sucks, W-H-I-S-M-A-N sucks on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I appreciate everything you guys do. Really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you you guys for being a part of this and uh giving your words and uh advice that um i ignore what about you you can find
0: me at jimmy p is funny or you can just copy and paste my first and last name from the show description to make it a lot easier on yourself either way check that out do that find us say hello we'll say hello back if we see it so there's that and uh i don't know what else to say i think that's that's about it it is time and uh live from the crime and sports studios we will see you next week Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Crime and Sports early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
3: If you don't know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia but that's okay, I am here for you. I'm Darcy Carden and I'm inviting you to listen to my new podcast, WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with me and my funny friends as we bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to my podcast, you've learned that that's the sciency term for eardrum. We embark on a hyperlink roller coaster as we start out on a Wikipedia page and go from link to link to link to link careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until we collectively shout, How the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.